it's time to stop what you're doing and get ready to experience some weird, wild stuff. We're going to go over what DC Comics wrote us this week. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Moore. And this is episode number 271 of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. It is 271. We're getting close to 300. You know what that means. No. You know what that means. Oh, right. 300. 300 coming down the pike, but hey, welcome to the official unofficial podcast of WeirdScienceDCComics.com, the site where you can go and read reviews is what you can do over there. Other places that you can find us, Eric, we're going to streamline this. You can go to Twitter at Weird Science DC. We also have a YouTube channel, Eric. Oh, my goodness. And that is Weird Science Comics. And we also have a Patreon. If you want to support us for this show, all the other shows that we do, maybe even the YouTube stuff, all that stuff, but get YouTube. a lot of <laughs> other things involved as well. And when you go over to the Patreon, you will get more and more shows with each level that you subscribe to. But one of the biggest things is the weekly DC Comics Spotlight that is picked by the bad asses of the Get Fresh Koopy Boop. And this week they picked Catwoman number 21 and Batman and the Outsiders number 11. Now that is Joelle Jones' last issue of Catwoman and also a Batman and the Outsiders that I enjoyed. Did she go out uh, strong, Jim? You're going to have to go over to Patreon to find out. Yeah, you're going to have to go out. And then if you want to yell at anybody, yell at Niels. He ended up drumming up the support for that Catwoman to be on the Patreon spotlight. It's just because but- he didn't want to hear yeah well that's it and so if you want to listen to that and all the other shows we have a ton of other shows you go over there to patreon.com slash weird a science and get that but you can also be a badass eric and the badasses get to pick all the things that we sure do can. and this is a salute to them and i'm gonna do it slow and easy says the ship man ship that is and he's first t-funk lone wolf marv lawrence lee niels t-wart our man rob lewis dalton edom christian falds ken halleck lady abby nick adams mark jager josh ramillion aldrin stoja we end up having young justice mark there bringing up that we have eric g david fink brandy murray who i do the marvel podcast with bobby bain reggie hancock who seems to be Feeling a little better. Sweet. I'm glad to hear that. Cam, Dr. Nartalian, Sprint Vestibulus, the first. Oh. Eric, Brian from Arkansas, Bill Fair, <laughs> Admiral Whisker, Seth Nine, I call him Brennan, Forrest Polly, Tony Walton, Joey Bear Costco, Joseph Watchsick, Comic Boom Rocky, D Man 3000, All New Dave, Carlos, Hi, man, Pete from NYC, Polly P, Cellar Dweller, Luis, Ulysses Jones, Hakeem, Double Aaron, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, and Ruben. Didn't it seem like a bunch of times it was fading out and no. I had missed the mark? I thought it was. <laughs> I, I kept hearing I it. It's at like, one point. It's like pulsing at one point. It's like, like it was worried. I, I was. Did you hear me? I started we picking all up the pace. We all giggled to ourselves. Yes, you did. But Ding. yeah, thanks all of those bad asses. But thank everybody who support us over at the Patreon. We do appreciate it. And now there's not a ton of books tonight, Come as on. I always say when there's not. But we have one mail, oh, a bunch is. of books, Eric. And also, I haven't talked to you all week since the last yesterday. time we talked about. No, nah, we didn't talk yesterday. Thursday. You were out and about. It was Thursday. We ended up doing our our patreon spotlight but on the actual feed i was i was I, drunk I yesterday yesterday doesn't count 
Oh, it doesn't. You ended up doing that time travel. Yeah. That David Tell called it where you just pass out and it's time travel for you. Oh, my. But that's that. We're going to get onto these books. I just want to get to all the fun and games, Eric. I love everything. There's a spoiler alert. I Play love everything this week. I love it. But we're going to get onto that right now. No. And here we are with Jim's and Eric's reviews. Uh, we have more of your books on this here podcast sure than mine, including a section that I have set up for a particular theme song to go into later. But Fancy. that's the Bendis section later. But if you like to read reviews, if you're one of those learned people who like to read anymore, I mean, really, what is this, 1992? I mean, really? really? Yeah. Hey, 92 called. They, they want their flannel pack. Uh, you could go over to our site, which is weirdsciencedccomics.com, and read all the reviews, not just by me and Eric, but a bunch of other people. So you'll get a lot of other, you know, points of view. Uh, things that aren't as biased as say Eric's are. I'm uh, biased. You know, he ends up here. Yeah, you are. Uh, I don't know. We were talking before we started recording, and number one, it ended up making me drink all my coffee before we even started the stupid pro. You know, thing that makes here, sense, and that kills me. But. I did hear you coughing a lot, and I'm starting to worry about the coronavirus over there across <laughs> town. You were Not coughing the fact that a I'm bunch a heavy of smoker? Time. No. No, I, I, I don't think of that because then that just gets me depressed because that is a long death. I need you to die right now. <laughs> so I, that's my exit. Why right would now. I die right now even with the coronavirus? Because you are not a guy who takes care of himself. They said, I saw on the news that the people who are most likely to be affected by the coronavirus and, and maybe die – Old people, young kids, and Eric Shane is what I saw. Oh, no. Because they said, look at that guy. What, what did you I eat? I don't like today? those odds. You, you have any Whoppers or anything today? I, I had it last night. Actually, I technically today because did it was you? after midnight. Oh, my. That's not very good. You shouldn't eat that late. Well, I, I should also not go out to the bar and get really shitty drunk around the time of the coronavirus either. The guy is drunk. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. Did you I had a quarantini. Up- Oh, did you? Did they have a quarantine? Yes. Did you? Did yes, you actually? We- uh, did they say that Coronas are actually now the hot item, or no, people drinking no, no, Dos Equis? No, they're, they're not doing. I don't think Corona like or Dos Equis do very well around here. Oh, 
Yeah, they're too fancy for this town. I mean, really, it's it's Duff Dry, I think, is the number (laughs) one. That ended up winning the Duff Bowl, if if you didn't remember. So I think that that's why people like Duff Dry. But So you went out, you ended up getting drunk Uh at a time when you should not be because you said it's coronavirus. Uh, And I don't know, I guess that most people are staying inside. You even have the D.C. offices. They actually are not having people show up because of the coronavirus. And I thought that maybe... Sorry, folks. The world is closed. Well, they said pretty much that the problem is they told the editors not to show up, what, at least 16 years ago, it seems, right? Where, where's but, um, my, my there you go. There you go. <laughs> that was not a well set up joke. No. Uh, but I, I just, I'm worried about you. I am here uh, and I just sit in this one room. If the coronavirus is going to get me, they're going to have to get through a curtain, a door that's not latched on to, you know, the door frame and a old bed that is there so, on so it. So very easily to get in here. And then to get to me, they're actually going to have to jump on another bed that actually has a huge indent where I always jump. So they'll know where to jump. And then we'll How have to kind of on the bed? scurry around because I can't get to this desk without the bed. I, w- I should give you a... You've never been really in my house for more than two minutes. Uh-huh. I, I should send you a picture and you would laugh so much at what... It's almost like I'm there in this like cockpit. It's crazy. I'm in the. the, the I like the to imagine just pit. building up your own place that's to play in your own little room. It here. seems like it. It really does. I'm playing pilot it's so today. crazy. I'm playing podcaster. And like, why would you play that? That's not fun. But it podcaster is, Jim it? to the rescue. Podcaster Jim. Oh no, I, I'm like Butters. Yeah. I, I got all these different personas. Oh my. Here we go, Eric. It's time to start. We don't have a ton of books this week. Uh, and I thought that that was going to bite us in the old butt next week. It doesn't seem like we have that many next week. We either. have a normal I think amount, that, or what you would call it. Yeah. It, well, now the normal amount for our regular show is five. Uh, it used to end up being at one point, even not even including, you know, the whole Patreon that we have two over there. But at one point we had 15, yeah. 19. We, we would have a many. podcast that was 13 hours long. And now we just have a couple books. Okay. And that We're would be great. In the past over here. This would be great, though. If I if we went back and when we had the 14, we picked what? The one and a half that were half decent, right? You get that? <laughs> and then we have a, a podcast then that would be good. And I'd love to say that these five books are the ones that we picked that that were good and then, we got seven then, next week that'll be on the main podcast yeah, yeah that's still not tons i, I don't even know i tons? guess that i guess well, we that will make you us complain about it hey i'm not complaining i'm just explaining complaining explaining i'm doing it both here it's the facts of life it just is love, every uh, week you gotta sit there all right folks we got a lot well, of tonight we got a little tonight i just want to tell people tonight. though that you know this isn't the nor and when people are like man dc they only have two books in the top 10 it's because they only have five books <laughs> I, I don't know what they're doing over there and with this coronavirus it's all getting shut down but i uh you know i like some of these right some I of hope. these books, we got five books. I, I might like one and a half, maybe. Again, one and a half. That seems to be the deal. Story of continuity. Flash number 751. Here we go, Eric. Flash number 751. 
and I'm I'm getting shot out of a cannon here. I ended up taking an extra medicine just for you. you sound I, I like needed it. to get everything. Well, I wanted to get a little hyped up. I needed to be hopped oh, up. I was being the, sarcastic. On you the said, All right, everybody, we're gonna get into this right now. Some flash number right. seven well, fifty one. I am shooting voice. out of a cannon right now, folks. Hey, baby. Is that how I sound? I, I can't tell how I sound. Hey, baby, it's here now on the night shift. It, you got Jim here until 6 a.m. when America's Sweetheart Eric Shea will take over the morning drive, and we're going to be listening to a rock block of Sticks, Rush, and, of course, Yes. But first, we're going to listen to – well, what would you like? Aerosmith. What would you like? What band? We're going to listen to Jefferson Airplane. That's not what I said. Flash number 751, written by Joshua Williamson. I was keeping the theme. Art by Christian Ducey, Luis Guerrero, Hi-Fi, and Steve Wands. Joshua Williamson continues his paradox story, and while there are twists and turns and we end with something interesting, we get there with more recap and mysteries once again being solved in a forced way just to move the story along. I like the art, and I'm looking forward to seeing where this does go. I just wish the story in each issue felt more natural and actually thought out by the end. It seems as if when, in my mind, when we're reading The Flash, you're going, okay, this seems like a neat setup. How's this going to end? And then all of a sudden, something is just thrown in there of, hey, that mystery is solved this way. And I say this, in this one, it is Commander Cold leaving files and an AI behind in case he went back to the future. If he went back to the future, you would think before he went there, he'd say to, to Barry, hey, I, I loaded up these files here. Uh, though, if he died, yeah, then you have it. And, you know, you get a little, if you're seeing this, I might be dead or whatever. But it continues the process in this book that anytime there's something that is supposedly a mystery which we were spelled out we don't know who paradox is we've done nothing and we're all out of ideas which we had last issue and now we just see that there's just files with commander cold had loaded up into the speed force lab why didn't we go into the the speed lab before and deal with all this and it seems as if this is triggered by the proximity of said Paradox, that seems weird anyway And seems very forced well, that's but The, thing why is, I'm the, the saying speed that, lab itself seems to be a weird AI outside of you know the, the commander code That we're dealing yeah. with AI But the whole thing where it recognizes it on the screen Outside of the Flash Museum And then all of a sudden you can open up the files For the commander oh, yeah. code hologram well, It seems to be automated but It's like you know we, we Siri went, We went around to like Barry's apartment I forget the three places, what's the speed lab I think we it was the speed the lab, apartment. Barry's apartment And the, the other apartment and like, <laughs> I'm just saying yeah, that paradox. we, we we went here, but I'm like, did we type Paradox into the computer? Yeah, because I it should have done the same thing as recognize yeah. him on a screen. Yes. And so when you get that, it's just, again, when if you remember when you did have the Force Quest, the Speed Quest, where you have Barry going out and he wants speed to quest. say, hey, who's this Fuerza lady? Waka waka. You end up having him go around. He didn't figure out crap. And in the meantime, you ended up, and I believe it was Fuerza's part, where you ended up getting the advancement of the story by Iris saying, you know what? I kind of remember something from a past life, a past timeline. I think we should go here and get this book by this guy. You, You ended up with that so forced. And now you're doing it again. You're not letting a guy who... 
Flash is a detective. Yeah, he's a forensic scientist, but he still is known as one of the better detectives in the DC. I see him you on the never... detective squad. In well, that's that's because he ends up getting everything handed to him, I guess, because in this book, he never does the work. It's always just, here you go. This is how you do it. And in the end, the basic solving of it, what Commander Cold left to fight Paradox isn't, well, you have to go for the knee. Oh, it's like, you know, King Hippo, hit him in the stomach and then you start pounding. Now, it's, you got to get reverse. You don't even tell the, the even real the way. Even that the thing is that, like, because the only person to ever take down Paradox before, which seems like we, he might have fought some 25th century, but like, yeah. science police, maybe yeah. some of the renegades, but at the end. Well, we saw him. He got put in jail. That's yeah. what it's assumed. But the only you know, person I'm assuming who has defeated Paradox at this point is Reverse Flash. Does that mean that he is the only person that could ever defeat no. Paradox? So I don't and know why I he has to be the cure Yeah, and what I need to have here is not that. Now, that's a forced way for you to need and have to pretty much get reverse flash, which is fine. I don't mind reverse flash. Take that out of the equation. The idea of, well, the idea of you saying to me, probably, you you say to me, hey, uh, how how do you throw a football? And I tell you as an explanation, well, that Tom Brady can. That's that's not me answering your question. (laughs) How do you feed paradox? Oh, Reverse Flash did. Okay, well, how? How did he do it? Tell us how. And, and Classified. go with that. Oh, Not UAI. Yet. I just, I think that he didn't know. <laughs> you know. Just like, yeah, well, it's such a, you know, surface level explanation. Now with this, Paradox ends up, he's already starting to change a lot of his MO. And I wish that you would have had the idea that he's changing with the timelines changing wonkiness and have him kind of fritz in and out of things, whatever. But his main thing to lead into this with his whole was he lost his family, which is mentioned here. Yeah. But also he ended up going off to this land of the, you know, the land of the lost there where he ended up where any sort of change would hurt him. He ended up blaming Barry for changes that Barry had nothing. Nothing to do with, but you also had him out of time, so he's being affected by things that had already happened, didn't even happen this time. That's fine. But when you get back to this paradox, just he's mad because Flashpoint ruined people's lives. Then he's but, mad but because Barry always does this. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. He keeps saying these things that really don't hit until the end where I do like what he says, and I think that that's what they should have centered on, but he's all over the place. In the meantime, you have August, and well, it starts with more idea, recap. Though, the background of August Hart being told by Paradox, look, if you go and kill Barry on the Flash, I'm going to tell yeah. you who killed your brother. Okay, that is our big motivation to start our yep. big fight between Godspeed yes. and the Flash here. And by the end, though, it's just, haha, it was a ruse. I was just yeah. waiting to find out what Paradox really and, and- went. I'm like... He, he wants to do this whole thing where he wants to erase the Flash's legacy by killing him. But the thing, that, it, it seems like it's supposed to be more than just killing him, though. Like he's yeah. going to erase him from he existence wants, he for wants, what's well, going on. Because- it seems to me you're going back to the classic where everybody either, and this happens with every hero, either we're going to kill you or we don't want you to be a martyr, so we'll make you awful. Or now it's we're going to erase you from existence, even though – Paradox even says that you are the hero and this if he erases Barry from full existence, this creates more paradoxes than paradox could ever paradox. Well, that's you end the up thing with is, so with many all things. these different things that releases, as he calls it, crisis energy, crisis which is energy. just n- nonsense energy nowhere. is what it is, which he absorbs yeah. and becomes more powerful. Becomes and especially powerful. The, the most the biggest thing that could actually happen for the release of the most amount of crisis energy is to destroy the Flash's legacy and kill him, and he'll become a god among the multiverse. Yeah. And my 
All right, he's already yeah. died before. Did that release a lot of crisis yeah. energy previously? Did that do it? And why we didn't even get the idea of this power up and what it does. So that's just thrown in there. And also just the idea where you have a bunch of times in this where explanation makes no sense. I love the idea where you end up having Godspeed and and Barry they're running around. He's like, "Hey, you know what?" If 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 Paradox really knew who your brother's killer was, why didn't he tell you already? I wanted Godspeed to stop. Say time out. He, he didn't tell me because if he does that, then I have no reason to do anything that he wants me Don't to. Don't you understand that, how a give and one, take works? That, that's the one thing that I need from him. That can, he's not going to tell me. But that makes no sense. And then the idea then, and you do get a bunch of recap for August because it's not some of it's new. Like you see, hey, I love the Flash. He ended up saving me when I was a detective. It's better than it was presented last issue where he comes out of nowhere with his weird monologue explaining to people who he is. But in this, I wish that you would have, I think it would have been better served instead of again showing us the speed storm, you know, that sort of thing and having them on the the treadmill, he went bad. Show a little about his brother. If you are going to hinge the whole idea, but then it doesn't matter in this anyway. But, you know, show We've what his motivation his was. For the I most know. Part, besides, we're just so, saying it over and over again. Yeah. Why don't they show this? Why don't they show a little of his brother so that you see why a Godspeed would end up going with Paradox? But it doesn't matter because all of a sudden you have Paradox standing there, you know, acting like a bad butt, and you have Godspeed. Hey, Tell him what it's all about there, Paradox. Well, why are we fighting the fight? And he's like, well, it's because I hate the Flash. I want to erase him from existence and become a god among the multiverse. And then at this that This is point, the weird part because I say erase him from existence just yeah. because he says he wants to destroy the Flash legacy. I think he wants to but, do the legacy so that he is looked at as a bad guy. No, I'm just saying like the a idea lot of people he, do. I, I say erase because that seems like almost the thing of getting away from the legacy. But it does mm-hmm. seem to mostly that he just wants to kill him here and there, you know, yeah. like, and that's as far as it goes not like he will erase him it just that's, yeah yeah when you get rid of the legacy like people like even when he talks about when he was taken away when he was barry was fighting the turtle and how he instilled hope in the people i'm like yeah he, that was a weird you're, it didn't you're not make really sense. gonna get rid of the flash legacy by killing no. him here so i don't understand what you're really going and for and i love it the paradox is like and then you fought you didn't give up you gave the city hope and I'm waiting for the next thing. Where's the hammer falling here? He's just saying that. But you end up where Godspeed then hears the plan, but not the plan. He just hears the overall, you know, hey, I want to be a bad guy. I'm going to destroy his God legacy. And then the I'll multiverse. be a god among the multiverse. And then at that point, an uh, August Hart, who was a detective, said he was undercover. He was doing this. This would be the same as I'm undercover drug deal. So I end up and I'm like there with the, Nobody's the, the, the kingpin. It. There's Scarface. No, I'm just with them. I know they wouldn't. They'd make me try and I wouldn't do it. <laughs> you have Scarface there with me. And I'm like, hey, Scarface, what's your plan overall? He's like, well, listen here. I'm going to get a shipment in. And I'm going to sell a crap load of drugs. Ha ha. I'm a t- you wait for the Freeze. actual plan. You wait to hear where are the shipments coming in, who the buyer is, what the deal is. You end up having August Hart just hears the, oh, I'm going to be a bad guy. I knew it. Well, we all knew it. Obviously, yeah, I mean, really, look, at think, him. look at this guy. Look at his He's robe. He's a giant monster his, man. Look at his cape. No, no guy on the up and ups wearing a cape like that. So he ends up like, just saying, it's I want to be a bad guy. Ha ha. I'm going to stop. No. 
You wait to see what that entails. You wait to well, see this whole what thing, the it thing is. No matter, it doesn't matter anyway because even when you no. know Godspeed says, "Aha! I was like, you know, <laughs> tricking you all along. Let's go get him there. You betray me. I've witnessed all the flashes. Yeah, you I believe knew it. I did not anticipate this. I'm like, pretty sure everybody had kind of anticipated so, this at this point. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Really. And and say that's the case. What did you get out of Godspeed? If your paradox Some to backstory. let him go. Yeah, nothing. And then he ends up activating your Gestetto plant, smashes them in the macadam. That's all you get. You it paradoxes. I knew this was happening all along. You don't think I knew this? Well, why did you let it happen? It, you did nothing. You did nothing at all except let them run around. I don't know. The, city. the thing is, when uh, when you did have that fight scene, like it was kind of cool. The background, for, but when God, when uh, Paradox blasts Barry and pretty much sends yeah. him away or sends him to the cornfield, whatever he does, but he, well, I really dig it when he just picks up, you know, August by the oh, leg yeah, and starts and just dragging him, him through the Flash funny. Museum. Now he's taking him to the treadmill, so we'll see what that goes on with that, what he's up to. But you end up where I think by the end, I think by the end, you get to something that I'm more interested in about Paradox, where Paradox ends up going off into the land of the lost. He sees everything. He's unmoored. He's doing, you know, a man out of time. He lost his family, but he's seen different timelines. He's seen all the crisis. He's seen all this. And him going to go on the greatest expedition in the world, or the greatest earthquake the world has ever known. That is true. Where's Holly? (sighs) You end up where he, when he says, then, listen, you died. Why are and just the idea? Why are you looked at as the greatest Flash? I said, nobody talking to Eric Shea about that. He wants the Wally West, but you are always the one that gets all the hype. You're always the one who gets the the issues, all these things. And so, why is that? And he's seen you ended up sacrificing yourself. You made the huge set. You saved the multiverse. You did all of that. You were a hero. You were the hero of the multiverse, and you died. Now you came back and you came back and you haven't been as good as you were. You ended up screwing up the timeline again after that. You had it perfect. You did it right. And then you came back and did it wrong. That's what I'm interested in. That seems very interesting of a paradox who is upset that Flash himself oh, is almost like the paradox that infinite, he shouldn't have come back. It goes back to almost like Infinite Crisis for the whole idea when Batman and Superman were arguing with each other. The whole thing, you haven't inspired anybody since you yeah, died, exactly. Clark. That's exactly the deal. And I, I like that. I like that for Flash. I love the idea of, hey, you shouldn't have come back. I'm going to make it right by erase. Even if it was like, I'm going to erase you since then. You know, in that crisis, and then we'll but see the how it is, works, whatever it would be. But still, it's a good it, idea because we have complained about the Flash not being all that great ever since yeah, New 52 yeah, and stuff like great. that. But the whole thing is, we're, we're doing one of those open continuity deals I again know. where the, the crisis is back, all in continuity, where he did sacrifice himself. We did have Flash rebirth where Jeff Johns brought him back to life. So we have yeah. all this open all continuity. Oh my, I know. What are we dealing with? Well, again, I'm leaving that behind. I'm going to leave that to Chair Wally West. He tells me that yeah. things are going on concurrently with both things happening at the same time. Yeah. So who knows what's going on? And see, the thing is, I don't mind, like, as, a, and I wish that we hadn't, we've already seen some wonky stuff in the flash book flash war all that stuff i would have liked if this was just and we're not getting it in any book it's just paradox who does have a reason where he's on more doing all this so yeah it is nonsense because of all the stuff we're throwing but i do like that concept of paradox saying you know you came back 
the legacy that you had. I even said before we started, it's when Lemieux, he came out of retirement for the Penguins, and he just wasn't as good. He was still great, Eric. Don't get me wrong, but he wasn't as good. And I think that if that was what Paradox's MO of the idea of if you didn't come back, my life would have been better. Yeah, but even though you even went back to day one, so that doesn't make much sense. It's it's very wonky, but I don't mind that, and I don't mind then he blasts him. Well, go back and to day you one. The idea happened. of Flash, you know, year one where it was yeah, a, then, a yeah. timeline or something. That for some reason the Flash didn't remember him. Besides, your steadfast making him remember. We never find out why he forgot in the first place. I know, I know. I just, but if it was Paradox saying, I, I kind of, you know, it's I'm like, a crazy it's like guy, all but all of a sudden that Barry forgot how he got his powers. Yeah. I know. Well, August didn't. He was there. You know, that was forced in. But And I like August. And I like that he he's a flip-flopper. This guy will go with it. anybody cool. who has the deal. I, I like him. I actually like him as August, even when you see him as a detective. I would have liked the idea of seeing more of his brother and stuff like that. But you end up where it just seems like Paradox is all over the place. He It's not really... You know, in my mind, concrete exactly what he's mad about. He seems to be mad about everything. Look, just Flash, my family, Maurice Legacy. My family thinks I'm a monster. I'm going to become a god of the multiverse. The yeah. end. Yeah, I just don't know where that leads to. Like, usually you'll want to try to get to a point where your family loves you again. But he's he's kind of that Maybe ship Maybe in another sail. universe. That ship sail. When he's but a yeah, god, he'll come crawling back. Look at you Big Shot it. Daddy yeah. now. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> look at me. I'm the ruler of the multiverse. You said I couldn't even have a job. Who loves you, end you up baby? With the whole deal where you do have Iris, and even just the idea where Iris is in the the Flash Museum, which does have speed the lab, lab, the speed lab, and she's like. I shouldn't be here. And even the narration fell off where she's like, no one expects Iris West to be. I'm like, here we go. Iris, what are you crazy too? <laughs> no one expects Iris West to be sneaking well, about. Inquisition. And he's like, here's the, he says, or she says, Barry told me to come here, but I don't think he expected that crazy guy there. I think you can kind of assume that's paradox, but she's like, no one expects Iris West. She goes in. She has and her own theme she song. Barry. She goes in, just, you know, sneaks <laughs> into the flash museum. <laughs> Yeah, and, doop, doop, no one and she goes, no the one Iris West. the Iris West, Badass. they're going to think that I'm with the rest. Uh. And you end up where she calls Flash. Hey, Flash. And he's like, where are you? Oh, no, you're not. In <laughs> you told her to go there. Uh, but she just says, you got to run. You got to get out of there. The only one who can do this and face him is reverse Flash. That doesn't Never really have any solve faith the in problem the Iris. here. Yeah, really. <laughs> and uh, then you end up where Paradox says, you should stay dead. And then ends up zapping Barry, which ends up looking like Starro, like hands there. Very odd hands. But he ends up getting zapped. And the art in this is great. I do love the art a lot. Oh, yeah, the art's I actually, this whole thing. I actually thought that at that point, because you do see Barry get blasted and then you have those three panels below and i really thought we were going to do the crisis deal full out but you only kind of get one little thing of him disintegrating and then it kind of falls apart but i thought we were going to play more with that uh but iris is all upset a weird panel that the art style changes with iris yelling barry but i like it and uh, yeah, you end up having Paradox dragging Godspeed, like I don't know what, like a sack of potatoes. Uh, and then you have Barry wake up and he's in some other world. He can't get a hold of Iris. There's I no I think he's signal. just in the Speed Force at this point. And they see, when he sees his mother here in this whole heaven like scenario, it's almost like the Speed Force representation, you know, that he thinks that he can understand and wants to see. We've seen this in different things in the Flash books. And I, th- I think we even had it in the Flash TV show. Are you an angel? 
I think he's in heaven. Eric, I think he's died and gone to heaven, but we'll see. And it's one of those where if it is the plan of Paradox, he hasn't really killed Barry, but is he trying to send him somewhere where Barry will be complacent and want to stay? I think for some reason mom? he thinks he did kill Barry, but the and Speed Force rescued him. that's just the thing. The Speed Force itself is the rescuer. We'll have to see. We'll have to see what it is, but I am interested in it. It's a crazy cliffhanger, though – Again, you don't think it'll stick unless this is one of these. You don't think that Barry's going, going to die and he's going to stay down? No, I'm saying maybe his mom will be back. Who knows? We got the Kents back. They're villains, I was told, since they were in the Superman villains book. So you have that. Uh, but yeah, it it's kind of a cool cliffhanger if you're a Flash fan. But to get there is just wonky and it's very forced. And it ends up at the end where a lot of times you end up with a Joshua Williamson story where we even say it ends up not feeling like a complete story this feels like too many ideas just thrown and it's at, forced you. at you and yeah and forced and that's what gets me though i do like the art all right i, I like gotta come up with an idea to. of how to get the information across that i need to for this whole thing yeah. so all right we got to come up with some situation we're gonna have paradox just talk about things flashback with godspeed and then we're gonna have an ai commander code that even though it should yeah. have been you know represented earlier and, and, when they're looking for paradox and so where you're explaining this where did you mention Barry really doing anything? Because he hasn't. And a lot of times in this book, that's my biggest problem is Barry is left behind for the Flash exposition, figuring out things weird ways, stuff like that. And then him just being mopey, mad, or saying like he did with that quest, eh, I don't think I can figure that out. And that is on panel, him saying, I don't think I'll ever figure that out. All right. I don't so think we'll any of us see how will. this goes. Well, no. I get Barry can. I'm not going to be able to. So by the end, though, I, I am going to give this a six out of 10 because I do like the art and I do like the last bunch of pages. I like the idea of you should have stayed dead. Here you go. I do like I'm telling you that rag doll. <laughs> it is crazy. That's great. Uh, and what is he doing? Because he looks like he's taking him to the cosmic treadmill. So we'll see what's it's going to open that, up that's some like cool. multiversal stuff or something like that. It'd be, Probably. Could be a good time. I, I, yeah. and even the idea where we yeah. have Barry in the speed force and even when he comes back teaming up with a you know 25th century still good guy reverse flash. I'm like all of these aspects seem really cool to me to take on yeah. this monster man paradox. It's just right right now we're getting a lot of forced you know exposition is, to get is there. there is there a possibility that in the future in the 25th century you do have iris's speed force suit is that possible no because i want to have yes. a team up there might be her and reverse flash i want that it's probably i the want flash barry museum. to be stuck and i want iris to use some speed force abilities here with reverse flash though the suit doesn't give her no. force ability, but you may be able to get a little wonkiness no. with the paradox opening up timelines. Who knows? We did have that in the, the Is he 750 opening up for a weird deal. I don't know. That's what I think he might try to multiverse. do with this. I think that he might be doing all of these things because he's ending up powering up from different timelines. Well, that's the thing stuff, is, so I don't we'll understand say. his motivation. See, he he's always been about the multiverse and the idea, but he was attacked by like a timeline shift, and I'm like, somehow these always well, like. That you know, was the thing. Remember, we said when he got. Hit by the speed force, he saw the multiverse. He didn't see the speed force, and he didn't see timelines. He saw the multiverse, but then got stuck outside know. of time. I'm like, oh, all I'm I don't saying know is, I want sexy Iris in that outfit, fighting with Reverse Flash, uh, and Reverse Flash well, doing one of those things that either Reverse Flash Paradox is, a good is now. Guy here, though. And that's what I'm saying. I think that maybe Paradox now will ruin the future. Oh, which we alongside. Always have. No, I yes, said alongside. I got you. Yeah, no, yeah. alongside and. Uh, or the idea that I'd love the the reverse flash deal of 
nobody's going to do this but me type deal. I always like that motivation, but I think that you end up having Paradox just ruining the future. So you're going to have the future, the whole time cops coming back. But yeah, six out of 10. What would you give it? 6.5 out of 10. I thought the art was great in this. And I thought that the I fight- I almost went 6.5. The fight scene between Godspeed and Barry at the beginning, I thought it was a lot of fun, even though it goes nowhere except for, haha, I was tricking you. And that goes against the entire time. Sorry. There's a lot of forced elements to this, but the story that we are getting is still a lot of fun. And I want to see where it goes because there are elements here. If they're fleshed out a little bit better or make a little bit more sense, could be a really cool flash story. It's just, we're struggling to get there at this point, but I'm still having fun. Now, I- I'm going to give it a 6.5 with you. That's what I was originally going with. And I'm looking. The art is really good. So I can go up. And I, I do like what it might lead to. We'll see. I'm giving him benefit of the doubt there. But we're going to move on to the next book, which Eric Shea was applauded for his was score on this. Well, it was yes, like a slow, were. like sarcastic applaud. Wow. I, I thought that you might be getting cold in the shade, Eric, right? The cold in the shade there. <laughs> Hawkman number 22, written by Robert Venditti, with art by Fernando Pastor and Eau Claire Albert, Wade Von Grawl, Badger, Jeremy Cox, and Rob Lee. After touching the stone key that will unlock oblivion, sits Sky Tyrant's plan in motion, Shiara Hall is given a vision of her past lives, which for some reason comes as a shock to her, which felt weird, but we do get a cool backstory of Sky Tyrant, Earth 3, Hawkwoman's past before all an all-out fight between the Hawks is set in motion, where we see that Carter Hall of the mind may have more control over his body than we previously thought, allowing him to stop Sky Tyrant from killing Shira before the two are teleported away by this mysterious stone key. Yes. And uh, yeah, this book is one of those. And I think Robert Venditti does it well with things where he just doesn't give you too much. So he can't really mess up and everything seems pretty cool. Well, it's not really I mean, that. It doesn't give you too much, but pretty much we are playing beat for beat the whole thing of what we dealt with for the first year of Hawkman. That's Hulk what Man. I mean. All right. Yeah, that's Hulk what Man, I'm saying. Carter yeah. Hall, he didn't remember himself for a while. We don't know why. He just didn't. And then he did. And then he didn't. But now Shiera Hall is here. She doesn't remember herself. Now she will, but not now all of herself. Will, but not all of herself. Even though and in we'll Justice League, you know, number 14, when we had Kendra, like Saunders, go to Thanagar Prime and talk to Shire, they realized that they were both the same person at different parts of their lives. They're, you know, different resurrections. So I'm like, you know, she knew about this in the Justice League book. All of a sudden, she just thinks that she's Shire Hall, the wife of, you know, uh, Qatar Hall. And that was yeah. all her background. Like, where does she come into play she then with this. Carter Hall in this whole thing if she doesn't know that they have a background? Yeah, she knows this. She she should know, and but it's nice to see her, and everybody seemed to be wowed by that. The art's great. I think the art is really well, good. Even this in whole this. thing, because we talk about what, going back, because it was never really spelled out in my mind from what we got before for the first twelve issues of Hawkman. That that woman entity that gave Carter the resurrections to try to redeem himself, Qatar Deathbringer. He was given a, like you know a curse or a gift to redeem himself for all the lives that he had taken. So he'd have these resurrections. And a lot of people said that it, the Shiera would become this entity. It would become this to have resurrect resurrect. I can't say it resurrections as well as Carter. But we never really got, we never got that background and saw anything of it. Now we have Hawkwoman show up here, which was great because I wouldn't have that background. Yeah. She touches the stone key that will, you know, it's going to unlock the god beyond the void, which you know, Katar Deathbringer and that was is worshiping. coming up. That's saw, coming yeah, up yeah. as the villain. Yeah, so and, that's not even a spoiler. That, no, no. that seems I, I knew to be that set up for yeah. yes, exactly. But even when but, she touches this whole thing and she sees all her past lives, and it comes as such a shock. I'm like. 
Yeah, she asks what she is. What it. am I? And she knows this. I just, it, I don't get it either. I, the page where she sees it is unbelievable. It looks, oh, yes, great. It looks great. You can sit there and just look at that page of all her past lives and the things in my mind. When she sees that, I don't know. It should actually make her more inspired and, and you know, give her a pick me up deal. But she's all like, I don't understand. Even, what even am when you I? have this though, and she doesn't understand. These are only some of her lives. She still has unlocked all of her memories just like Connor no. for some reason even though he was told you ha- you remember everything now but he hasn't no and and then you do get this background and you do have her say to sky tyrant well, was i on earth three the planet earth you know that ends up where everybody good is evil was i evil yes oh no <laughs> like you you know this that actually makes you a better person if you end up no no you were good then oh my what, what's going on but even that just seemed Force where she's like, was I evil? Oh yeah, yeah you yeah. like to sink cruise ships. Hey, Kendra, uh, God, I love uh, you, Kendra. No, Sh- no, no. Uh, are you are uh, you what? good here? Yes, you're evil there. That's how yeah. it works. You know Earth three. You're going to talk about Earth three. You know about <laughs> That's Earth three. She even says it. She says you're Hawkman of Earth three, a mirror universe where everything good is evil. I have to know, was I evil there? Yes, you were. Thank God. I thought I was evil here. You just made me feel. Yeah, you were. You were real bad. Oh, no. No, you you know what that is. That doesn't make sense. So the the whole thing of this issue, which I do like, is mainly the idea of Carter fighting back. And him, I love, too, where he's starting to get his gumption up at one point. And I'm like, what is he talking about? You're not going to hurt them anymore. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're letting them hurt them. And then it was just that he had to go a couple panels before he's like, it's over now after you hit people over the head and stuff. But one of the worst things in this is you do end up having Sky Tyrant. He's in that prison and he's kind of like, hey, you know, know, Carter, he's in my mind right now. He's trying desperately to make me shut up because I'm telling you the truth now. Again, this isn't really... He doesn't want you to hear it because he he cares about your feelings. What a schmuck that gutter. This isn't that crazy a thing. This still keeps going with the earth three stuff so it's not like oh earth three you're not just bad on earth three about 99.9 percent of your persona lives you're bad then that's a big deal but earth three is not and he keeps doing this and she's like oh you have carter don't say it don't say it." all of a sudden you just see sky tyrant flinging around in the cell you would have to think if you are, and she, she's smart. And Hulk woman's look, smart. Look, she would have to is, think that she, this she is, is a smart. dupe. And she does realize it's a dupe because even when she goes and opens the cell after you Connor still seems can't like. can't open the cell. There's no reason to open the cell. She is that, ready. I, I really do think that she wants to take her mace and just wallop in the face a little bit for the whole thing. She just needed a reason. So even this whole thing where it is a ruse, he's using the nth metal mace of his with the tele, uh, telepathy to go and raise it up to try to strike no. behind. She blocks that, puts a freaking gun on his face. I'm like, I was so happy in this part because you're waiting the whole time, like you're saying, like, oh, dummy, don't open up. You know it's a ruse. Don't it's do- still the you're thing per- is. Prepared. So okay. You end up could be better prepared. Where do you want? Do you think she wants to kill him because she can't? And this is going to be until we get rid of this. The big mo or the big thing to have go on, as Sky Tyrant said, 
You kill me, you kill Carter. Th- there you go. You can't kill him. He says, shoot me right here. You kill Carter too, so you're not going to do it. That's fine. But what is she, you know, she wants to beat him up. She wants to do something. There's better ways to do it because now you've opened the door. Let him get near the stone that you can't let him get near. The weirdest Luckily, part of this end whole up with thing, her though, too. the whole, weirdest part about the whole thing, though, is when the mace comes in and she deflects yeah, it and yeah. throws it into the, like, you know, holds it. And into, then pins it. Pins it into the wall. And then it starts, you know, getting red hot know, and explodes. Yeah. I yeah. don't understand what I you're dealing with here because- Maybe that's something that we're not aware of. I don't know. That seemed very odd. And she doesn't even seem to react to it. She has her foot on it, and that foot, and she got the hot foot. And she doesn't. It just ends up exploding and then opening up a breach in the hole that really doesn't do anything. You end up having that well, thing. It starts sealed. sucking everything out, and they're just well, waiting. Well, it does, but then they really don't suck anything out. I need more sucking. And then you just end up having, you know, Adam Strange and the Adam show up. I think that that's why it really happened. And and you end up having the Adam getting clubbed by the back end of the club. That actually, I was like, what is he hitting him with and knocking him out? Because I see it over him. But what did he hit him with there? And then he's got to say hello to my little friend. I mean, really, uh, that just seemed a joke. And well, it was a if, joke, but if, it didn't seem If he right. hit the Adam with the regular side of that mace, Ray Palmer would be dead. So we can't do that right now. That's what I'm saying. It's so weird. But then he still hits him with the you – know, there's some spikes there. But I don't think that would knock out the Adam. That it Basically, he's hitting him with a mop handle then. That was a few spikes now, the, or whatever. The only problem with the whole breach where things do get start getting sucked out, which is a cool thing that you always see in space, which I always appreciate, is that, that like you see of, of, at the beginning – a lot of stuff getting sucked out until they start a force field up. The whole, the whole, you like the, whole, the toilet going out. Yes, I do the like toilet. the toilet going out. I just don't no. know why the stone key, being as small as it is, not Didn't getting get sucked out, out with everything else. I know. Yeah, and then you end up having, you know, sealed the breach. It's one of those, you know, hey, the ship sealed the breach. That's fine. You do get Adam Strange come down, and the Adam gets knocked out very quickly with the other side of the mace. And then Adam Strange comes in, and a good deal where he ends up shooting, you know, Sky Tyrant in the shoulder. He's like, you shoot like an archaeologist. And he's like, no, that's where I went to shoot you. I'm not going to kill you. You're your Carter. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But really, all this- All this ends up leading to is for us to see that Carter is fighting back. Carter the mind. Having the stone there and they're both reaching Hawkwoman and Sky Tyrant. Then they get zapped away together, uh, you know, seemingly to go against the the void. You know, it says beyond the void. And that's the the thing is, I just don't understand because we have, you know, there's all these things like we had in the Flashbook where things conveniently just happen. We're not given any explanation behind it. We just have to move things along. We have the key, the stone key, that will open the doorway to oblivion or something like that. We don't know a lot about it. We just know that it's going to lead to the God beyond the void. But we've had, you know, uh, Adam Strange touched the stone key. We've had Shire touch the stone key. For some reason, it unlocks her whole, like, you know, background of resurrections. But for some reason, when Sky Tyrant and Shire both touch it, reaching for it at the same time, touch it, it teleports them away. I'm like, and I don't even know as rules. you see at the last second, even the of the mind Carter yeah. with it as well. So you have well, I, that. I don't with know the, if he would be able to be I don't left know the behind because it's just he's of the mind. It, I know, but it does look like even lightning going around him. But I, maybe it's just to remind you he's going too. Uh, but by the end, I will say that Venditti is doing one of the better jobs of doing disinfected stuff, doing it. It is more interesting than others. Supergirl, Supergirl, that's that's what I'm saying. And that's nonsense. So this isn't exactly nonsense. You're getting some things. He actually knows what 
these other people seem to love. So I'll give him credit there. He is singing their tune at least. That's and the thing. I know is, what you I, gave it. I, I, the thing is, I like this issue. I think it's one of the better issues that I we've like had in a long too. time. It's just it's that just when people kind of when people funny. when people talk about the idea that you know Venditti's giving them what they want, I'm like. He could pretty much give them anything as long as yeah. his Hawkman, oh, they'll be happy because at this yeah. point he hasn't explained a whole lot. He's keeps he hasn't moved the story a whole lot either for the whole thing. We spent a year dealing with the res- the background of Carter Hall and his memories. We still don't know everything about that. And then we moved on to the year of the villain story. We're still dealing with the infected now. And now we brought Shayara Hall in and have to go through the same thing that we did previously, even though it doesn't make sense. But this issue, I still think is fun. I think it looks great. It's just, I still have a lot of questions about the series because I want to like it more than I do. But I gave this one a seven out of 10. I'm going seven as well. I mean, we're we're picking it apart, but that's kind of what we do. Uh, but in the meantime, I think it is a good, and I, I said, I'm giving him full credit, but in my mind, we said it at the beginning, I think that Venditti knows exactly the, the, the bit that he has to give. He does it. And then the story never really progresses very quickly. It, it ends up having a lot of things left behind, things that aren't explained just to go on to the next bit. And yeah, he gets saddled with the infected and stuff like that, which stinks, but... Uh, you know, I can't just keep giving this a great score just because it's part of the infected. And I see some people are doing that. Well, he's making it good. Well, that doesn't make it a 10 out of 10 just because he's doing something with it. And the idea of this issue looks great. You have some things going on, but there are a lot of loose ends. There are a lot of things that kind of progress in a weird deal. Just the whole idea of Hawkwoman all of a sudden becomes this woman who doesn't know anything about anything about she's explained this when we we had her in Just League. Now, that's not Venditti's book at that point. That's fine. But that's kind of the deal. She is what she is. And here she seems to be confused about it and then spend a lot of time describing what she is on Earth 3. And she seems upset about that. But that's not, it's it's just nonsense. And, and so when I give it a 7 as well, I go over there, 8 reviews. 5 of them are 10 out of 10s. I mean, you are one of the few that didn't give it a 10 out of 10, let alone you gave it a 7. Yeah, I'm a monster. I mean, this is not a perfect – this isn't an issue that goes down in the annals of comicdom as one annals. of the best ever. It is a nice book. I, it's annals. I, you end up where it's just what is going on? You can't just – because like you said, it has Hawkman on the cover and you love Hawkman. That doesn't mean it's a 10 out of 10. Please I wish look it was. at this stuff. Look at this stuff and, and analyze it a bit more than just, oh my, it's top notch. I, I mean, this is, hey, we got to get more advertising on this. The book isn't selling. And so the people are all Critical upset. darling, so though. They, they seem to think since it's not selling, I better give it a 10 out of 10 or it's going to get canceled. No, the sales do works. all that. That's not how it works. And it's like, oh my God, this is the best thing in years. And this is the peak of science fiction. I'm looking at these blurbs and boy, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. You can like something, but not have to have it be perfect every single time. Just like my and girlfriend. It's not, I like her enough, but I don't perfect. love her. <laughs> you also know she ain't perfect. She ain't <laughs> cleaning up that cat litter. Right there. She's a five out of ten. Oh my. And that's not an FU, regular five, but she can she can earn some extra. She cook you dinner today? No. No. She's a four out of ten. It's just gonna go. I didn't realize it was her job to cook me dinner. (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying that if she did though, that could increase your score. That could increase your score though. 
It may not be her job. Three out of ten, but, Jimmy. you know, there you go. I know. I'm like a one out of ten. I've been told over and over. And yeah, seven out of ten. And then it's like, even Eric Shea, this is the tweet. Even that weird science thought that it was better than the nonsense scores that he was given that asshole. I don't right? think that's is what that, that tweet what said. I thought that's what it said. That's how I read it. <laughs> but it was just like, this is the greatest issue ever. Even Weird Science gave it higher than he usually it's does. True. I'm like, I did. Yeah, it's true because you liked it. Not a perfect issue. We're going to go to another one that's not a perfect issue. I'm really, where where are we? Do you get more than one perfect issue like every 10 years maybe? I mean, this is every 10 minutes. Uh, the, the perfect issue is the most perfect thing since the last perfect issue they, they review. I don't get it. Wonder Calm Woman down, number hateful Henry. I'm telling you, I am mad. Is that a hot take? Toxic fandom. You have oh to wait, my. Eric. You have to wait. You never know what it's going to be. Wonder Woman 753, written by Steve Orlando. It's like a magic Are you eight aware ball. that Steve Orlando, he likes to work out. He likes to hit the gym. Obviously. He, I'm following I'm a Twitter you, hard, and I mean hard. I'm, I'm telling you, so am I. You end up where the guy will announce a, a new artist on a book, and the way he does it is by showing his lats. I don't understand I what's do. going on. I do. He ended up having this one tweet. I don't think I've ever listened so hard. He, he's flexing his abs and his chest and basically says, since today was such a great day with the news about Marvel, I'm going to give you the front side. I'm like, really? <laughs> Pan that camera down there, pal. I'm going to give you the back Written side, by- then. Yeah, really. I don't understand. Art by Max Rayner, Romalo Fajardo Jr., and Pat Brousseau. I'm telling you, when you end up seeing, and, and this may or may not jealous? have happened. You, this may or may not have happened. Yes, this may have happened. You've been working I don't out know. pretty hard since you've been laid off, Jim. When are you going to start yeah. putting these pictures out? Matthew McConaughey tweeted Steve Orlando, told him to put on a shirt for Christ's sakes. We get an ending <laughs> to the Valda story here, and that didn't seem to amount to much. And then turns into a comedy with Diana and Nora agreeing to disagree about everything that went on. We do see the next horse woman. Armageddon the third but the focus of this issue is so off and we get some peeks back at classic Orlando dialogue to boot I did like the art in this issue but this book has become a convoluted mess I'm telling you by the way I'm flexing my biceps like he would uh I mean he better start working on this thing get out of the gym for a day you know take your day off kid now what's he gotta worry about this for he is. And that was the thing when they ended up announcing that uh, Mirko Andolfo, I believe, is going to be on the book. Is that right? Yes. Is that who's yes, on it? it? She's going to be on the book. I, I think that that was less, and I said this in my news show, that that was less a, hey, we're going to get somebody new on to up the ante on this book. I think that was Steve. What? I just heard this announcement uh, from Marvel. Yeah, you're out. I you're read done. it on his abs. Yeah, really. Really? What are you reading? Washboards? No, no. no. I read Braille. <laughs> That's what you do. I read some bumps, too. Uh, you end Might up with this issue. Out. You end up with this issue. That's, that's warts, Eric. I was warned by those when I went to West Virginia. Uh, yeah, you have this Valdis story going on, and it's gone on a the bit Iron now. Maiden where the Iron Maiden 
So you have Iron Maiden here. And in in our minds, we thought this was set up where you were going to have the compassion of a Wonder Woman. And Steve Orlando does love to show that compassion. That is his big thing. That's what he thinks is most important with Wonder Woman. I don't mind it as much as others, say Rocky, who gets it driven nuts by. And I could see why. But you end up where I thought this was going to be along the lines of, I have all I'm going to do this. I'm going to give you this. Here's a sword. Go do this. And then she was just going to turn on Wonder Woman by becoming one of the four horses women this seemed to be kind of the setup i was wrong i also thought that this valda story would mean something and actually amount to i was wrong again i'm wrong all over the place because while this goes on you end up having her disappear and really amount to nothing of why she was there except here made wonder woman realize that she has to become more connected with the people in her life yeah, that's what you got. Well, we'll see. Because one thing happens is out of nowhere, you end up there. They're fighting the, the Minotaur, and you have to go through. And this is what drives me nuts about the Steve Orlando. A lot of people do. The Steve Orlando does it freaking perfect, where you end up having Diana having to get a hold of Dolcia in Themyscira. And you have to have this little aside of why there's no Wi-Fi there, but you can get a hold because of the scans that go through the route through the jet spheres. What's happening? You, you don't need that. All you need is for me to hear, hey, Dotsia, can you hear me? Yes, I can. I'm never going to question why she is able to get a hold of Dotsia. And I think that I the would. problem with Dotsia here, I don't think you would. Uh, the problem with Dotsia there, I'm a bit of she's a trying to figure out how this minotaur can be brought down because it isn't chromium. It's not. <laughs> it's not chromium. It's quantum metal. Just like Dilu- Captain Adam. Dilutstil, it said. Dilutstil. it is. And if you end up piercing the metal like a Captain Adam, you know, not like it because you're going to open up rifts and you're going to be sucked through. It seemed like it'd end the world, but then it wouldn't. It Look, would change you and send you places. It could fissure into the quantum field. Yeah. But yet it, it could again, it, though, Jim. It could. But only the right strikes. It could have, should have, would have. You have a giant metal skinned Minotaur with quantum metal skin. Now yeah. they send it and Volta back to their own time. You have to be able to strike this Minotaur in just the, the right, just the right spot. You know, yep. you, there's there's one spot on this giant it's Minotaur. Like King Hippo again. It's, it's just it's like a video button. game situation. It only has one weakness, and you have to strike it here in order for anything to be okay in the end. Yeah, it's like when I was playing Punch Out, and I realized it's in the head. this isn't a sports game. This is a puzzle game. I realized. I thought I was very fancy. So you end up where Falder's just fighting. Punch Out. No, well, oh, I love Punch Out. That's one of my favorites. But here's the thing here. When you go to Dutsy and if you're Play looking your at system, if you? you're looking at this no, I ended up playing it later. I ended up getting it on the Wii as well, and it was okay. It was kind of the same exact game. I ended up later on playing. So you end up where she Dutsy, can you hear me? I need this info. I need to know where exactly we hit this thing. Dutsia's drinking it up. She's drunk. Look at her. She she's got a, a, a thing there, goblet. She's drinking. She's like, I'll get to that later. It's five o'clock somewhere, right? And, and so you have this going on. And uh that is just to progress and, and waste time. So, so basically you just have them fighting a monster that you can't rupture, but you have to hit in a certain way to send them back to their time. At the end, Valda just decides, enough of this. I'm just gonna attack it. And where where are you gonna go? 
I guess our next adventure, me and the Minotaur. I, I just don't Boom. understand, though, because as we go through and we're talking about how we can take the Minotaur down, out of nowhere, we jump to one hour later yeah. where Diana is talking to Nora Nunez about, you Which know, ends up spoiling everything anyway. Is, it's such a it weird progression. in my mind because for some reason, as it continues, because we have an entire page of just this one thing where really it's only them talking for one panel, but there's a lot of panels on here. And I thought at the end of this whole thing is that Volta end up staying because I thought it was – she yeah, was there what's with weird Wonder about Woman. Is, and then at the end, though, it seems like I don't. This was like a flashback. But again, catches- yeah, it was a flashback. We see some things that we actually already saw, but then they're changed a little. But the thing is, when you say Nora says more time, you're telling me the battle's over. We're barely at cleanup, and my suspect's gone. I'm like, all right, well, gone to me meant oh, Valda went off to be a horsewoman. We'll see what goes. That's not the case for now at uh, all. but yeah it's just weird well we don't know she ended up fritzing out with the minotaur maybe she'll come she back, back and become one. i don't know actually i don't think she did we don't know she ends up saying that she wasn't going to hit it the right way she was just going to hit I it she and did. then you know truth be damned i don't know where i'm heading to my next adventure but then you go off to canada where we do end up seeing our next deal because you end up out of nowhere you end up having an attack you're not really even given the whole progression of who this is at first you just end up getting an attack with this I'm, not, thing. I'm not familiar with armageddon this one villain of one romans but i know well, throughout the progression of this whole thing with von gunther to like battling armageddon we do get the background of who this character is yeah but it doesn't center on how much she's saying it was against wonder woman because it is basically your father and grandfather were battling wonder woman and then they tried to make you the same i think that her real anger should be at her father and grandfather but you end up with just okay well here we go my problem is just think of all the time we spent with Valda, who just ends up disappearing by the, the this issue. And then you just go, okay, I'm walking through Canada. I get attacked by an ogre who says that she recognized my zombie heritage. We'll fight a little. I'll say I know who you are. And now you're part of the Four Horsemen, Armageddon the Third. And she's like, okay. And the then weirdest we go, part of this they, whole thing, I thought, though, was like, actually, Von Gunther saying that how she's Leviathan's war master, which yeah, we saw the yeah. whole thing before where she is considering herself the war master, but still calling herself Leviathan's war master still feels weird. And the idea that Von Gunther herself is not one of the four horsewomen. I'm like, no, no. I, I found that she's to be the oddest thing about this whole them. thing where I thought it was going to be devastation with Von Gunther and then Armageddon. Okay, we need one no. more, but no, we need two no, more No, we still. need two more. It's almost like she'll be death and then the rest will be her horsemen but death or is horsewomen. One of the yeah, but we're just going to go that route. But yeah, it's still though, you have Valda, them fighting. And it's it's basically like, hey, uh, Wonder Woman, I'm going to attack this this thing. We'll figure it out. Hey, Dutsia, did you figure out anything out? Hey, um, and uh, that's where I'm working, Diana. This is quantum physics by way of Amazon Steel. It's true. I don't know what you just said. Yeah, well, you're not and, smart and so enough. So they're fighting. You end up fighting <laughs> then. And then Valda just is like, the hell with this <laughs> i'm going to attack this thing the just the way i'm we'll gonna do yeah and she's like you have fought for long enough i'm gonna go do this you know come then beast let this end where we began volda no it's not safe praise honor to to hell with safety we don't know where you'll be sent in time sure we do the next adventure. That's and then right. she just hits it. But boom, she it's yells like the Peter Iron Man Panda was Because death is the next great adventure. She's her own hype man. She, she's like, you know, Flava Flav. Yeah, boy, the Iron Maiden was victorious. And I heard they just, your words. I strike yeah. to protect the people of this time. And they, they I strike disappear. to balance a life. Take it in hate. The whole idea now. I, because now we have to make up for that person that she killed in the bar. Yeah. So 
I strive to balance yeah. a life taken in haste with a sacrifice of my own. I shall kill myself and this Minotaur and maybe all of time itself, depending on yeah. how this quantum thing works. But I'm going to yeah, stab this know. giant metal Minotaur in the face and, we'll be gone. and we're going to see what happens. So Nora's upset. I like Nora's to think that she made it back to her own time. I, we would like to, just like Sam Beckett should have. But oh, we end up with the idea that Wonder Woman then goes with Nora. Now, there's no mention of now the blocks of damage that has happened. We see this giant minotaur just ripping up the city. No, and no, again, no, this minotaur wasn't in Boston. This was in another state. It's still somewhere, oh, though, yeah. is what I'm it's saying. They're still problem. wrecking. Well, I guess that's the case. But then it's the whole idea I of- I think they were in New Hampshire you, or something like that from maybe, the last issue. Yeah. I forget what they so said. So now they got them on her ass. <laughs> you end up with her like, oh, you, and this is like, I, I wish Ruben is a lawyer. I need Ruben to get a hold of me uh, for this, because here is the explanation. All right. You let oh, our it's Vermont. perp, you let our perp get away. She was a murderer. Yeah, but she didn't strike first. Well, we solved that, but she still has to go. Well, how are you going to get her peers go back centuries? She's got diplomatic immunity through quantum realms. Then ends up saying, well, is it really against the law for her to kill here when she's allowed to kill in her own time? Because that's how it was. But then, yeah, yeah, it is against the law. That's how things work. We ended up seeing Saturn Girl. She just grabbed the damn sandwich. She was in Arkham for years. And so here in the present to be judged by a jury of her peers. And where would those be found? (laughs) Centuries in the past, dude? It's so crazy. I'm telling you, this is the worst shade I've ever heard. So what are you going to get? We're not friends anymore, Diana. You screwed me so bad here who's gonna be the judge charlemagne himself <laughs> and then you end up where you have nora like well i kind of see where you're going with here but and then just out of nowhere Shocking you have up this the superhero toxic guy in the back hey you still protecting that sword maniac princess <laughs> like, look at that dude and yeah that's gonna set up shut down his favorite bar he wants oh to go watch the game god his favorite bar is any bar he's sitting at. Look at that dude. He's still wearing the backwards cap. What's he talking to the teens? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's all pissed off. They're all yelling. And you do go off then to Norway. We went from Canada to Norway, where they are hanging out with the whole four horse women, though they're two, getting them together. Two horse women. Now we are, yes. And you and end Ron up Gunther. having a little more where I you do have- like to know, I, We do know what these wellsprings are, these little tiny metal pegasi that, you know, yeah. uh, got there had before, yeah, where they do fly around. Sense. They can be the eyes yeah. everywhere. Everywhere for everything yeah, they, that she they needs. Are. They're pretty much in my mind. I think they're the you know the owl in Clash of the Titans, and it's just going around doing nonsense. Ubu? Yeah, yeah, Ubu. You end up where? So it's called? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, you have Armageddon the Third. They're little say, drones. Hey, hey, devastation. Pretty cool here, right? I don't know why they're recruiting children. I wish they would have set up these springs more though. These out of, tiny out of nowhere pegasi. though. Did you ever get the idea that Devastation looked like a 13-year-old? Because I never got that. And she's like, yeah, well, I only look like a 13-year-old. I'm like, you don't look like you're 13. You got barbed wire across your face. That was your thorns, Jim. Just nonsense. Uh, and she's like, oh, well. And it's just like, oh, I'm down with you. Let's go. Yeah, you end up having the wellsprings. Fly. Fly, my pretties, <laughs> as they go just, out. This idea and- that we introduced these wellsprings, well, as they call them, these little tiny metal pegasi yeah. called wellsprings. We had them last issue where it's just a hand. You and I had no idea what they were, and now we just have them flying around. These these would be our eyes. I'm like, yeah. Just tell me, where did these come from? Did Leviathan give these to her? 
I like, I don't know. And then they go off. Go off, my wellsprings, and go, and let's see what you're looking at now. Oh, and I. Yeah, because she has a Viking's cool. War Master. Yeah, and that's also the idea. Like, they seem to have cameras anywhere anyway. I don't know. But you end up where she's like, oh, yeah, we're just getting started. We have you two. You know, we don't call them the four horsewomen because there's two. <laughs> you know how math is nowadays. And we're going to get next one's Kinda. genocide. Genocide, and you go back to Boston. Yeah, Wonder Woman, she's cleaning up. She's like, I got all my pictures on the wall of all the things going on. I got my shield. It looks like a, a plate or a bowl. And oh no, we we end them with Princess Maxima just crash landing in, in look, the look, deal. For some reason, and I'm like, what is going on? Maxima crash landing here. I'm like, that's a cool aspect of the story. Okay. The thing I'm more concerned about is you know Diana's new house, where she just has a giant picture of Batwoman's face yeah, right there. I- no, I see that like, right we now. Have a, we have a Dino Lance. We have a Vixen, but just a gigantic Batwoman picture. I'm now, like, that's just kind of weird. I understand. Like, this is people you work with. I know they are friends, but it's like me if I had like a good, you know, big what? old picture of you just sitting really? there in my walkway of my home. Wait a minute. Let me let me pause a second. Here. I guess I got to take back this picture. Goodbye, Eric. Oh, man. I didn't say you couldn't have one. I just said it was weird, and I wouldn't. I really liked that picture of you just there. It was actually on my ceiling above my bed for a while. Is it me making a duck face? No. No. Well, yeah. That's all the magnum. Little blue steel. (laughs) It's blue steel going. Uh, I like Princess Maxima, but the only problem I have with Princess Maxima coming in this book is the idea that we really seem to focus on other things other than the four horsewomen. The thing is, this is just like Steve Orlando's Supergirl, where all it was was time to introduce the next female guest star. And that's the problem. We just got rid of Valda. And I'm pretty sure we had Maxima in the Supergirl as well. We did. That's where we last saw her. In my mind, that was the last time I saw her. And so you end up where that is a Steve Orlando character. And you have her here. And she's even like, I had nowhere else to go, whatever. But we just saw Valda. That's she said. But there was nowhere else to go here when, when she ends up crash landing. But the thing is, we just had Valda. And it amounted to nothing. So I can only assume that this is going to be another. It's almost like he's got sleight of hand, but he's making us look at the wrong hand. We're supposed to be doing this for horsewomen, and he's well, more concerned gonna, of these the guests. We're doing these weird things where we're going to have keep having Wonder Woman adventures, and in the background, we're going to be putting together yeah. the four horsewomen. That's and fine. It has nothing it to do with either. Go it just, well, though, yeah, because it is, has to be done really quick, like the Volta. Here's two issues where you fight a Minotaur, and then here's some four horsewomen in the background. Now Maximus going to have a problem. Probably two issues of that, and then. We're we're going to assemble the four horsewomen, and then finally we might actually have yeah. a four horsewomen story. And, and at the point when you finally get to the four horsewomen story, you're wondering, like, what is the story? And the idea that it seems that Steve Orlando is still Boston. more concerned with Boston, and the idea that Nora Nunes is trying to get the damage and going to her higher-ups and trying to do this and that, uh, we get more of that than the actual four horsewomen. That is the more interesting oh, thing, the especially when this Valda thing ends for nothing you don't get now i'm sure that when steve orlando has his last issue before he goes off and does that nonsense at marvel he's gonna have everybody i mean it's gonna be a tidal Can't wave wait. of everybody coming back which that's think fine, strange but- is gonna show up Maybe that'd be the best. Uh, but yeah, so by the end, I'm like, okay, here you get another one. And if if I I don't think Princess Maxima will end up being genocide, 
Uh, so I'm like, well, what are you doing? Let's get to the main story. Y- you still get in your idea or your head that somehow they're going to try to get Donna Troy against Wonder Woman uh, to be one of these. But even now, I think it's a little late for that and stuff and whatever. But uh, overall, I give it a regular five because I like the art a lot. I think the art is really good. But other than that, the story is convoluted and it just doesn't have a focus in my mind. There's too much going on that isn't what we should be focusing on. And then even within in those stories, you end up kind of losing focus there as well. Uh, what would you give? I'd probably give it a 5.5 out of 10 because I did think the art was really good. I am fascinated with the whole four horsewomen thing because I think it could be a fun story. It's just everything with Wonder Woman here is the worst part of the book. A lot like we're going to do with Superman later on where the main character seems to be something that I don't care about. But going back to this other thing where genocide is a you know a, a villain in DC Comics, so we could go that way. It was a character by Gail Simone. I'm just looking it up and right that's here. Where I'm, I, I, that's where I also laugh with this is because you end up where now it isn't even kind of like a clever thing to get genocide first appeared like, in Wonder Woman I'm, number volume three go. number twenty six. I get the idea that you're just having you know Von Gunther like okay let me look is there a genocide any well, that's oh, the thing is right. we have Armageddon devastation it's not the classic you know pestilence know, and war not, and stuff like that but it ends up but... being these characters with these names that are like that yeah it's not the classic of that it is the four horsewomen against Wonder Woman and so it does work out. Maybe it's just I, that I she just already had a plan more. of people and they just happen to have really you know close names yeah, to this whole thing. That's what they get. It just seems forced, but we'll see. I hope that we get more of the four horsewomen, though. That's all I need, but we'll see how that goes. But that's the end of the first section of books. Uh, thank you for joining me, Eric. And we're going to go off <laughs> now me. to the mail. Yo, it's mail call. Yes, it is Mel with Eric. And the reason why, it's because I was mean to Jay last week and nobody wants to mail in, I think, Eric. I ended up, Jay thought I was really mad at him. Oh, yeah? I told him I wasn't. I said I'm more mad at Said I'm more mad at Eric. Is what I am, and his nonsense is his Transformers. But this is Alex. How M. dare I enjoy and, things? Yeah, I really yeah, consider really. crawl. I, the minute that I say Marvel, you tune out. I see. Yeah, I hear clicking and stuff with your Transformer toys. But the minute the Transformers are mentioned, you, you, woo, you pick you, your ears prick up, prick up, Alex M emailed this week and he says hi jim and eric how's it going so i haven't been or i haven't gone around to reading the books that i would normally read for this week what? which would be hawkman mm-hmm. ba- batman the outsiders and the terrifics but according to the hawkman guy on twitter this <laughs> we week's go. issue got some good responses even from weird science dc even from weird science even from infamous? you in famous what i did read this week from dc was some Anosenti catwoman Specifically, the underground story with Tinder, Tinder, with Joker's daughter and your favorite Gothtopia. Nonsense. I thought it was weird, kind of fun, and kind of stupid, but still kind of fun. Please. The weirdest part about Gothtopia is the idea that it's supposed to be this perfect dream (laughs) world. And when I was reading it, it really threw me off because at one point. 
<laughs> Killer Croc in this perfect dream world is a white dude with blonde hair. I'm like, yeah. Waylon Jones is a black man. What are you yeah. doing over here in this yeah, perfect, what is what are you trying to say? perfect like, world? Eric this, ended like, up trying to stir doing? up some troubles. And the that white was, washing of the DCU, Jim. That, that was Poor Waylon that was, Jones. That was pre-internet, you know, telling everybody to get woke. Or you would have been the hero of heroes, Eric. Oh you really would have done it. You've done it, Eric. Because, yeah, you ended up getting really upset with that. And nobody cared. No. Uh, he and says, the thing is, the idea for that story is fun. It's just the execution did not go all well, the way again, in Well, th- again, they ended up having weird things. In that Catwoman book with Anne Nocenti, her take was everybody, everything's perfect, but it wasn't. And they knew it in the back of their minds. So they were driving, getting driven crazy and committing suicide, yeah. which led Catwoman then to work at a suicide hotline. And then when Gothtopia was over, which was make-believe, she still had the job there and the people were still there. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> there was no Jim. job. Maybe she went and got the job afterwards because she realized maybe in the stream world, this is what I really wanted That's to do. That's what she really panel. also just, I, I uh, hope that Alex M took a, a very care to pay attention to the idea of that quarterback who throws the ball and it's, and it's down. down. Oh, that was the best. The best part I, of that book though, is Poison Ivy running through the, like walking through the streets talking about how this is all bull crap. And like, she knows yeah. something's not right about this whole thing where she essentially is the hero of the story. Yeah. She was the hero of the story because she knew she could see beyond. She, said listen me and my cool vines i can tell there's stuff going on i will try to read my issues before the rest of the podcast comes out and i'm really looking forward to that terrifics review yeah, me too. <laughs> right, right? I should be back in school. I should be. Rafe should Alex be. Alex M told us that he was sending in a personalized Terrifics review for everybody to listen to. Oh. So hopefully, if you don't hear yes. that here, it's because he did not get on the ball <laughs> He with did that. not get on. Now he's going to do it. Uh, <laughs> you ended up uh, where Rafe can't be going <laughs> to school for three weeks. He's going to do it now. It's By the time be, he but, finds out about it, it's going to be after the I show's I know, and out. then it's going to be a waste of time because <laughs> it'll already be done. I don't want him to do this. Uh, by the way, <laughs> when I was trying uh, to make an intro for my videos for youtube i realized the intro song is way too long you see 17 seconds is just a little long especially an obnoxious song like that one now what he is saying is is basically the instrumental the weird science it might drive some people crazy after watching three or four in a row not sure but maybe 10 seconds is the magic number i i will note that It is for love making. Yeah, there you go. That that was only for my ears, Eric. Speaking of driving people crazy, how about that, Eric? How about? No, no, he didn't say that. He said he heard the solicits podcast, the DC solicits podcast, which means it's okay for us to spoil everything uh, because, you know, that's how it rolls. It seems some of these books' descriptions were not making you too happy. Again, this was Jim, for me, and it was not true. Not too happy. I wasn't really? too happy with the a lot of them. Say. Yeah, really. How, how did that happen? Since you're on the razor's edge, I hope one of these books tonight will kickstart your heart, Eric. And while it me sounds too. like you're not going to take it anymore, maybe you should come on Feel the Noise with the Z. I'm maybe. sure one of these books will be your cherry pie, and that will pour some sugar on you. That just that makes way, a mess. That, that way you can enter the Sandman and your house and jump to sleep much easier. House? And really what he should have said is that way you can enter salmon in your home sweet home. I'm Dream not going to judge, but uh, really that's some sweet emotion. I mean, just like Jesse's boy, Eric likes to say in a God of Davida. My classic catchphrase. That is your classic catchphrase. And that's the thing is a lot of times when I see these solicits, it's like, I don't know what you got till it's gone. I'm going round and round. There's some November rain, Eric. I'm just reading off things now. And then I say, what? You you got the whole truth thing? Here I go again. 
that's White Snake, oh. Eric. And, and then I end up in like, what? What's that going on? They're going to have a problem with, with Clark and Lois? Well, you give love a bad name, buddy. That's what I say, Eric. And then I get I'm rocked done. like a hurricane. That's it. That's the end. Ah, uh, yes. And then he says, sincerely, Alex M. P.S. I shared Alex. a link to Tournament Bracket on Google Sheets that represents the same as DC's Meta Madhouse Tournament of Terror, except for one change. All right. Cool. That is a, a thing that about? he sent me. Did you see that the, that tournament? Not. They have something going on in the DC Universe app. That's like, uh, you know, the Joker setting up the Meta Madhouse Tournament of Terror. You know that. Maybe I have to and go Alex check that out. Alex M is uh, doing his own. It's basically you pick, I think, like which villain do you like more and which villain this? Oh, you know, that's a popularity contest. Yeah, yeah, as always. But hey, that's what this podcast is. And that's Alex M. Thank you, Alex. And Nobody's I will, winning. Uh, we will try to find a better intro song that, you know, isn't the weird science theme. Then that's the weird science Sorry. theme. But yeah, he ended up asking, like, what the hell is this song? I'm like, it's the instrumental weird science theme. He didn't like it. He didn't like it at all. I use it for a lot of the side. It's not an Oingo Boingo fan, is he? No, I don't think so. And the funny thing is he's reacting to that. It's a dead man's party, Alex. It is. Really. And he ends up reacting to that song. Kind of like Danny Elfman's Simpsons theme that people seem to go crazy over later, where I liked it all the time. It's a theme. Oh. You get sick of it. You but like it you know, a lot of people claim that that is the worst theme of all time. And I, I would disagree. But that's so just me. And that is the male. But yeah, he doesn't like Danny Elfman is what he's saying. And, you know, he's a gem. Eric, and you know that is true. But hey, we're going to go off now to two more books, finish up this podcast and get the heck out of here, right? Is that what we're doing, Eric? I think that's what we're doing. All right. Jim rings the bell. This means Shay's reviews are going well. Jim rings the bell. Jim rings the bell. Eric Shay's reviews are all the bomb. Eric's the bomb. And if Shay's recaps are read without a single misstep, ring the bell. Ah, yes, and we actually have a full Eric section, which is also a full Bendis section because Eric is the Bendis guy except for Action Comics. But you end up with the idea where you have these books and everybody, you know, some people like Bendis, some people don't, but we, you know, don't like him, whatever. Oh, yeah. The thing, though, is he's on Twitter and he claims that the only people that people just don't understand that they don't want new things. That's his explanation. No, I just want good things. Yeah, and, and that's where I'm at. I, I just want things that you know, are it's new good. for Superman to reveal. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, no, and we had that a couple no, of years ago. And that's what I said. And he didn't even change the name of it. It's still called The Truth. He used the same name. Yes, it is new to say, you know, destroy the Candor. It is new to say that the one of the biggest villains in Superman's life is Jarrell. Those are new. 
doesn't make their doesn't make them good. It's true. And, and his whole thing is, and this is what gets me mad, is he basically says, well, people had a problem with Miles, and they had a problem with Jessica Jones. Well, that's fine, but that doesn't mean that you're in the right now. No. I hate when people use past examples of why they're going to be in the right when it's totally like Jim used to be fast back in the day. It's not like he'd win a race now. I am so fast now. (laughs) You you end up though, where he's just like, well, because miles is great. Now that means that all this stuff will be great later. No, that's not true. And that was a, a company that you were working at. Oh no. And you end up knowing he, my biggest problem with them is not, having new, old, whatever. It's that I don't think that he even knows what the hell these characters are, what to do with them. He ends up having the the truth of the identity reveal, and now he's stuck on a freaking tunnel vision of just keep... Me- I don't need that. I didn't need every story. If you say there's a thousand stories with the identity reveal, I don't need every one of those. I, I want some other things as well. And then when he throws in this Mongol nonsense, it's just this issue of Superman is so damn convoluted. I don't know what's going on, Eric. Give me your blurb. Superman number 21, written by Brian Michael Bendis, with art by Ivan Rice, Joe Prado, Eau Claire Albert, Alex Sinclair, and Dave Sharp. Mongo has accomplished what he wanted, which for some reason it means his showing up means that all the other alien races end up fighting each other instead of him. But he's not done yet. It's time to head over to Earth, where the world is losing their minds at the idea of Superman being videoed, saying he'd speak for the people of Earth, making it in the public's mind and the press's mind that Superman plans on becoming the king of Earth. Yeah. Uh, and then this whole idea of King Earth Superman, King Superman, I mean, this number out of one. context video, I'm like, all right, we got to yeah. really sensationalize this. I'm like, is the whole idea of Superman revealing himself and even having this video come out there? Are we, is the story more about the sensationalization of the media and how That's they over, like, blow everything yeah. out of proportion over the smallest little thing like this? I'm like, we don't even understand. Like, nobody has any idea about the planets of like the unity of the they planets. They don't even know what it is. I mean, and either. that's the thing, you know, and, and this is, you see this video. And the one thing I'm thinking is, how else is it? He was just there. You know, and somebody with an iPhone and a fucking and a, uh, email address to the and, Daily Star. Yeah. And, and with that, what would have changed if he wasn't revealed to be Clark Kent? Because nothing really would have. They're upset Superman, King Superman. But this isn't something in my mind most people would want to at least give Superman a little breath or just want to figure out what it is and what's going on with this. And really, you're off across the universe. I can't get there. I mean, somebody's got to do this, I guess. And the whole idea of this being this sensation, the big thing is kind of just it's old already. And it's just begun. And it's there's nothing to me compelling about it. There's nothing intriguing about the idea that you're making Superman awful to the people. I don't understand. This is where well, even yeah, when Brian we had Michael the video Bendis. revealed, we had Bethany Stowe talking about how great of a person Clark Kent and Superman are because of what they've done. They saved all these people, and Clark yeah. didn't even try to get this video. And like uh, the story for it, and then the video came in like that piece of crap. That's what we can get. And let's I go ambush that. Lois Lane yeah. at the Drake Hotel in Chicago. And yes, I understand the idea of another rival newspaper needing to get an angle. This is their angle, stuff like that. And now, in the meantime. There's Superman. He's you know tangled and tangled with Mongol. Out, he can't be there luckily, to speak for himself, but he to, will be. Luckily, he's able to defend himself now because even though he gave Mongol his strongest punch, which did nothing last issue, now he's able to fend off Mongol. Here it seems like yeah. for the most part. 
Yeah. And, and ends up even with the Wookiee life debt where he's like, I saved your life. It seems to be like small print. What I don't know what you're talking about. Y- you know, 15 minutes ago when they were firing on you and I told you to stop 14 minutes ago. I yes. told them to cease fire. That's the thing. They were firing 14 minutes ago. Now look at them, Superman. They're fighting amongst each other. I'm sitting yeah. here. I'm like, why? 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 <laughs> what is so the, the villain, like, I, underst- I understand that some of these alien races might not like each other, like the Kuns and the Dominators and nah. all these terrible alien races, but why would you just immediately stop after Mongo kills your leaders and then start fighting amongst the Thanagarians and the Duralins and different stuff like that? I'm like, why? And, and it's one of those where he's trying to say, you know, you had a pressure cooker going on with this. It's and the pop- a, little, a little thing, yes, and one little thing would set them off against each other again. But it just seems so forced. And the way that it progresses, I, I just you just end up having panels of Superman punching Mongol, Mongol getting hit, Mongol laughing. Mong- and, and just the idea that I we didn't know. And this is my big problem that I had before with this, you know, Federation of Planets, this whole United deal, is we never got to see what it was. But now we're seeing what it isn't, and it's not hitting with me because we didn't have it. We only had I, I it there to, to get John in was. the 31st century. Now yes. that we've done that, all right, the heck with all of this. We don't need to deal with it anymore, even yeah, though and- this is really the like the whole linchpin of the Legion of Superheroes that you have set up, so you need to have this happen. Yeah, but you're not making happen. anything interesting here, and you're just making all the characters so two-dimensional because they might as well just be background characters that are shooting – forward or off to the side because they're always just going to be shooting at somebody whether it's the, themselves or yeah. the enemy at this point because they are just cardboard cut the cutouts of characters here who will go in here okay oh, right, we're supposed to talk about nice things oh wait something happened let's shoot each other and things yeah, aren't going to work we're back other. to hating everybody and superman has to go and save the day yeah and again it was oh, we don't never like him anymore for up, no reason so I- it's like I'm reading this and I'm so disconnected with any emotions with this because I don't care if this Federation of Planets works or not because we never saw it work. Well, we never saw is, what good it could do. We only used it to get John and you know in the future. Bendis coming on, he spent so much time just telling us over and over again in each issue how much everybody loves yeah. Superman. Everybody on Earth loves Superman. Everybody in the space, Until they now. respect and love Superman. And all it takes is like that and all of a sudden yeah. everybody will turn on him I'm instantly. telling you. You ended up having a very big moment where John went off with Jarrell. It didn't work out well. You know, he was crazy, but I never saw that. He ended up in a volcano, but Seven whatever. Years. He ends up going there and they saw the House of El Crest and people came up to John. Hey, love your dad. Your dad's great. great. And it was the whole idea of that through a lot of the beginning. And I think that that's where Brian Michael Bendis is like, well, I got to kind of show people love Superman so they'll get on board with me before I really wreck shit. And he's like, hey, everybody loves Superman. Everybody loves a Superman until he doesn't want them to. And then you force an issue where John comes up with this federation. Mon- this Superman United can't deal. defend us against Mongol, and also people on Earth think that he's going to be king of, of the Earth. I'm like, and, and yeah, everybody and hates him now. Here's the deal: you end up having, say, a United Nations of space, which is what it was. But yes. just say we're at the United Nations on Earth. All right. You end up where the red. That's why you have a United Nations, so that you have a United Nations that can attack somebody who ends up being bad and one nation can't take care of it this is basically we're a bunch of planets and all these things together but 
we really are only going to use Superman because if he can't do it, nobody can. We're out. And then they start fighting against and each other, which that then becomes Mongol's plan. It's part of Mongol's plan because now we've made all the people in disarray. And now that they're fighting each other, it's going to take Superman to talk them out of doing this and stop them, which gives Mongol enough ch- time to fly away, get on Warworld, and then have Warworld outside of Earth right there. Oh, no. And by the time oh, Superman no. gets back, he's too late now because Warworld's already there. I'm like, and, and how fast is this thing? I know. Yeah. I mean, really, it's, it's fast. You end up where is this just to be the end of this where you end up, well, we don't like King Superman, but he did just save us from War World. Or is it going to be the classic, which we have in Wonder Woman right now? Well, if Superman wasn't involved here. We never would have had War World attack, which isn't the truth. But are we going to do that? Are we going to have Superman not be able to take care of War World? And then they're going to throw shade on there. I don't know. But none of these things I guess that, that I'm one saying of the things are too, interesting. It's one of the things too it's one of those weird ideas because of superman stopping everybody from fighting then he had to call in the justice league to come and help him patch up everybody and make sure like they could rescue survivors and everything like that where now the world is completely defenseless because the justice league has moved out there to help superman mm. so it's just war world there but you know it's like even that superman's like all right guys i called you in to help here I'm taking off now. So you guys finish up the clean up here. I'm going back to Earth. I'm like, I do. Actually, I do like that they tell him to. You have Wonder Woman, like, you should get back home. And the best is he's like, what? Who does that? It's one of those things where it's like, one of those things like, hey, Jim, um, I'm going to be moving soon. Can you come help me move? And then you come over. You know what, buddy? I eat the pizza and then you send me home. No, no, no. You you did good with that pizza. You know what? You work pretty hard here buying that new house. Why don't you go over there and lay down? I'll move yeah, everything you for some you. Some people are nice to that. But Nobody. you end up where they, they are concerned with Lois. Yeah. And it makes me laugh. It's almost like, hey, uh, Clark, you should probably get home. You know, that crap storm that you started. You know, and he's like, what crap storm? I don't know what you're talking about. You know, your identity. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you mean? You know, Lois. Please spell this out. And the whole Lois. idea, too, I'm like, we have this thing where I'm guessing it is going to be out in the newspaper. I don't know if they're holding back and Bethany still wants to have, you know, more talk to Lois Lane and or Superman before they issue a response to this whole idea or just the news in general that Superman is going to speak like for America. It seems like an exposition dump, though, just to get us to know what's going on. Because, like, I think that they'd be reporting this right away. But, yeah, they do want Lois to have a quote, but she doesn't want to give a quote. She wants professional courtesy, end up having Bethany Stogan. Get mad. You have all these things going because on. Because this is and the thing is, you don't know if it's out yet because of all this yeah. stuff, but FBI agent Cameron Chase shows up knowing everything yeah. that's already gone down. Yep. So I'm like, did it go out or didn't it go out at and this point? And it seems like it has already, yeah. but you end up where, even in this issue, you have the, uh, you when know. the Justice League hey, ain't talking about it. No, um, you have Bethany Snow asking. She's got some, uh, you know, gorilla reporting where she is going to then. And, get, and I love the thing at the end. At the end, like Lois is like, I got to stop using doors. All right. <laughs> Whatever. I hear uh, that. Yeah, she starts going. And this is the classic Ben to speak. It's not the sing song as much, but it's a classic Ben to speak of two pages that you get nothing. You, you pretty much are like, what are you going to say, Lois? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Open the door. Yeah, I did. I got to pay rent. I to do this all these things about out of nowhere hey andy you have two emmys well, i care they ain't paying so the bills you, 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 yeah really those emmys ain't paying the bills and Point so you taken. end up with i need some professional courtesy you don't get it you end up grabbing all the headlines you and your husband i'm out of here i love it that bethany snow just gets so bad she de- doesn't get what she came for and then just storms off i'm out of here Get used to it, Peabody. No wonder you're not that away. great of a journalist, Bethany yeah, Stowe. Really, you she, give up she, immediately. 
lady. She does. She gets flustered. Uh, and then, yeah, Andy, he won't send the clip. All right, whatever. And then you go, and there's Lois, who looks crazy there. And she's like, I wonder if I'm queen of the earth now. Oh, my. Just stop. Just stop. This isn't interesting to me at all. And then you just continue more just this of whole Superman thing and Manga Because fighting. I'm telling you, is it one of those things? Because last issue, Bethany Snow, before the video came out, was praising Superman and Clark Kent, being the same person, stuff like that, for the ethics that he had. But the whole idea, is it that she loves Clark Kent and now hates Lois Lane more than anything? Because even like the, oh, the hard-earned scoops you grabbed out from under us because of who your husband is. Like the whole, like everything that she said last issue about, you know, Superman did all yeah, this, but Clark they didn't do that. But now Lois Lane, like, she did this, though. I hate it's her. It's funny, <laughs> though. It's like she did spell out, like, oh, man, everything we looked into, Clark did not use his – he could have reported on a lot of <laughs> other things and didn't. Now he just – she flip-flops. She's just screaming. She's angry. She's yelling at Lois and storms off. King of Earth, and huh? so, Yeah, I'm telling you. And where Gotta have everything, it, don't you, Lois? <laughs> The, the idea of a book where you have Superman and, and one of the biggest problems is he's on Superman and Action Comics and they're starting to meld together with all this. And to me, again, if it's interesting to you, then you're going to love this. I do not. I'm not that interested in this either of the ideas of King of Earth or the whole United Planets, because like you said, that was only set up for John and it has to go on anyway because we know it did in the future. Well, so that's one of the terrible things, have to too, come together. because we have Superman here. It's a Superman book. And everything that we deal with here is not interesting at all. Even the idea where I like Ivan Rice's art, the way yeah. he sets up the panel progression here, where it's these small, really thin yeah, vertical like things. Like, I have no idea what's going on here. And even with the amount of explosions going on, it's it's boring after a while because it's just yeah. Superman fighting Mongo, just, which goes nowhere. And yeah. all the interesting stuff is back on Earth, but it's dealing, I say interesting loosely because it's Lois Lane finding out that what we already know about this video, which makes no sense in my mind to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So then as you go, you do have Superman say, okay, listen, I'm going to put on a kind of a fancy robe. I'm now going to fly towards Earth and I'm going to, you know, see what's going on. Oh, no, something's ahead of me. It looks like the Phoenix Force. I don't think it is, though. Oh, no, War World. And then you're like, what? what? What's going on here? And then you have Lois who's trying to get away. She's trying to sneak around, get the Daily Planet because her her writing hole is discovered and then when she gets there and opens up the elevator door you end up having bethany snow or cameron, cameron chase, I'm chase. Sorry. Cameron fbi chase. agent Freeze. cameron chase cameron looks like chase. she bounced on her feet after leaving the deo with Laurent. yeah last because time. she was in rebirth with Laurent, the kryptonian werewolf and steve orlando supergirl and was big in the deo was helping supergirl now all of a sudden she's an fbi agent who's now yelling for lois to freeze now hopefully you're going to end up tying that in a little, but I don't think you will. I don't think so. I think so. that these characters this is Brian end up Michael showing Bendis, up Cameron Chase. and they always show up with a clean slate, no matter if we saw them two weeks ago, two years ago, whatever. But she ended up having a pretty big thing in the DEO that's now destroyed. And from what we've been told, most of the people would have then went and joined Leviathan. So we'll see if maybe that's tying in. I don't know. I don't think it is. I just, this issue ends up reading, it's a chore. It really is to get through a lot of this stuff. And with Mongol, eventually I just start, okay, Mongol, Mongol, Mongol. You're saying the same thing. There's no real progression of anything except now your United Planets is mad and fighting each other instead of me. Ha <laughs> ha, whatever. And then you go back. And yeah, the, the the big thing, like you said, would be the interesting thing would be to see what people think of Superman and how he'll react to them as this 
king of earth which he never meant that anyway it was just the thing that he was well, doing it's like right everything then. else here where we had the identity reveal and we wanted to see the ramifications we want to see how the world reacted to clark kent being superman yeah. and we only get these weird individual ideas from people who are close to him we're not seeing the big picture yeah. and with this whole thing where you know the king of earth video that's come out we're only seeing bethany snow react to lois lane and then camera chase react to lois lane yeah we're not seeing the big picture to any of this anymore it's yeah, just pretty much supposed to be up- this big thing that we don't get to say and it could end up where all of a sudden you see people sitting around in a bar like, what do you think of that King Superman? Hey, I'd vote for him. Whatever. I'm with King like Superman. Bibo. He's stronger than me. And yeah, you know, I can't fly out to, you know, God knows where they were. And look at those cuns. They're ugly. You know, things like that. I he don't said know. cuns, everybody. Don't worry. <laughs> like, look at them Derlins. You can't trust them. Yeah, let Superman deal with it. Whatever. Uh, it just don't know what you're getting with and the idea thousand stories but none of them seem interesting yet to me and i want something interesting i want some i'm telling you i'm i'm yearning for the days of the man of steel mini at least we were interested in trying to figure out what he was doing then this is just now nothing to me yeah nothing, nothing. It, it's just nothing what would what did you give it i ended up giving it a five out of ten i did want to give it an fu five because i did enjoy the art even though the, some of the superman stuff was terrible and like it's a weird thing where I could give an FU5 because I don't I'm like half the story. Uh, but I, I do think this whole idea is interesting. We're trying to find out now that we have an I- identity out there of who Superman is. We can like, you know, accost people and his friends and family for something that came out, even though the background to it is ridiculous. Just everything on Earth right now is more interesting than, you know, the United Federation of Planets and Mongol. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not enjoying it overall. But a five out of ten, I'm going to give this just for I'm being going what it for. is. I like the art enough. Uh, some of the panels look real good but then they they just end up going together and and it's more of the story than actually the art it just doesn't really do anything and yeah you have a lot of explosions you have mongol he's laughing he's smiling he's punching and, and by the end, i'm kind of sick of mongol because he's in this book that's too the worst much part without sick doing of mongol anything. and we don't have anything with mongol just shows yeah, that's up what i'm saying the- he's not doing anything <laughs> i need something with mongol that's going to get me excited to have mongol and it's almost like just the guy who's just there oh it's like a guy who's sleeping on your couch he may not bother me but he's on the couch i gotta see this guy every day i'm sick of him get out of here who's on your couch rafe Rafe. him and his buddy jackson last night they were on the couch they end up i ended up getting a little caesar's pizza and they ended up eating like i I swear one bite throw it against the wall that's what it seemed to be and i didn't get it and then tanya comes down no tanya comes down it's like why is all this pizza all over the floor? I'm like, I don't know. Why are you asking me? I ain't no pizza thrower. I'm a pizza eater, baby. And I don't then, understand then she this just, house you She ended in. up just picking it up then. And I said, this is why you get it. And she got mad at me and then said, I was yelling at her. Yeah, but I'm at four out of ten. I just want something that interests me. I don't want to sit there and go, well, here we go again with this nonsense. That it, And that also just the idea. You like the idea of the King Superman or how the reaction, how they're going after I like it more people, than the other stuff. But it's, it's very singular, and it's also taking too long. Everything takes too long in his books, and it's starting to get me very irritated, especially with the next one, Eric. What is that? That is Young Justice number 14, written by Brian Michael Bendis and David Walker with art by John Timms. Michael Evan Oming, not Deming like I thought last month. No. Oming, Kate Altiab, and Wes Abbott. It's time for Young Justice, the Wonder Twins, Dial H for Hero, Naomi, Aqualad, Sideways Spoiler, and Arrowette to take on Dr. Glory and bring down her star labs. Not to mention find Superboy and get him home. 
with all the added guest stars, that means that nobody really has any time to shine. And by the end, Dr. Glory seems to seems like she might get out of this uh, of this weird attack by telling <laughs> our young heroes why they don't remember each other, even though they do sometimes. There Put we another go. soda pop down. Yeah, yeah. No, that's actually my can of cashews that oh, I have can there of to lean on. I told you I lean on it uh, like I'm going to lean on you here because this <laughs> issue, though, Keep doing is that. just a lot of people doing a lot of things but really doing nothing. You end up hey, having more Superboy introductions. Back. You have Superboy back. You end up having sideways well, in there. I'm I'm not convinced he knows the character. Well, that's so the thing. It's the worst goes. part because the beginning of this whole thing is Impulse getting the gang together that he needs on top of all the other characters we have in the background. But sideways, spoiler, Arrowette, knock. What are you doing? Knock his stuff over? I ended up, no, I ended up moving it and but, hitting something else. I don't want to knock Arrowette, it over. Uh, we're getting all these people together to join the team because for to go up against Dr. Glory and this part it's kind of cool just because you don't get to see these characters a lot and the ones you do you don't get to see them in this light like sideways taking on the trickster in Gotham which feels weird yeah. but it's still kind of cool it, it feels way off but, but even yeah. the idea no, and- where we have sideways being a big fan of impulse I'm like you were a big fan of impulse when like when he yeah. was trapped in the speed force and just yeah, got back no and then went, I'm like knew. I don't yeah. understand what you're playing with with this idea There's no way he knows him and so when you go through this all you end up where in my mind while you're reading this the art I like the art's very fun it, it seems <laughs> like it's wants to have parts. some fun well, and that seems like he's trying to go Omen. a little bit with what we had and stuff like that and all that stuff with the deal. And, and so when you're going through this and having your fun and doing all your stuff, uh, it should be fun. I sit here and I see the characters. I see the art style. It seems like it'll be fun. There's too many things going on. It's too crowded to even breathe to have a joke hit. You can't even have fun because there's too many things going on. Each panel, everybody who shows up says 80 word bubbles. You can't even see the art at some point. When you end up having impulse, go to Aqualad. In the one panel, there is them two looking at each other, and you have to seriously almost push the word bubbles aside to see them. There are so many in a very small, a small panel has one, two, three, four, five, six word bubbles. Everything is too crowded. Everything is is a joke that's just forced in there. And it just, nothing can breathe in this book. You have too many people and now you're adding more. And when you add them, I'm not sure that you know the characters because it seems like a lot of things are off sideways when we left them. I would have thought that this would be where Impulse goes to sideways and begs them to be sideways again, where you would end up, you know, having a sideways who hasn't done it. He ain't stepping out with sideways anymore. He's just at home like, hey, get the uniform on. Let's go. What? I'm not sideways anymore. Almost like an arrowette that we have a little bit later. And yeah, sideways would be, oh man, I'm a big fan. All right, let's well, go. Arrowette retired in the Young Justice. Yeah, no, I'm before. saying though, the last we saw sideways, he was like, well, my mom got killed. I kind of figured that out. That does not lead to let's fight these crazy villains in Gotham. It just seemed weird. And just his idea of his explanation is so not an explanation of who he is and what he does. It just seems like he's there without Brian Mugabendis really knowing the character much. Then you go to spoiler and i was confused at first because i thought she was fighting clue master or she might be asking where clue master is which is her father 
And so you end up like, okay, what does he know of that? What's going on? But through the whole deal is how do these characters know each other? Well, even the whole idea where she goes and is talking, like trying to either trying to find her father or trying to find somebody else from her father. The idea Stephanie Brown was born. She a hates her father. Yeah, but I say, and the last time we saw her in this, she was possibly trying to get together with him and like smooth things out, even though he died previously. Yeah, he's dead. But, the, <laughs> but he's, he's back alive now. But he is a Gotham City villain. It spells it out right here. They're in yeah. Bloodhaven. I'm like, why? Yeah. Yeah, maybe he went there or they're trying to figure it out. I don't know, but you end up where, you know, you're just, and basically what this is is going or to be. Or even Aqualad calling Impulse Kid Flash, which he became after Impulse, but now yeah. he's de-aged for this and his Impulse again. I'm like, how do you know me? And that's the thing is, wait, you know me? And he's like, from the internet. Okay, phew. Like, the idea that sideways yeah, knows him, no problem. But yeah. the idea that like it's all about the internet, and I'm like, what internet is doing it? Because you have not been back very long, and as soon as you went and got with the rest of the gang in Metropolis, you went through the multiverse and been gone for a while. Yeah, you've been gone. So what is the deal? Hopefully we find but out. But there we go. I we mean, have Impulse here. Arrowette, Sissy King-Jones. She remembers him. She remembers Superboy. She, she remembers everybody about yeah. Young Justice. But the Young Justice team, sometimes they do know each other. They're past. Sometimes they don't. Like, was it just Tim Drake, whose mind was magically wiped for some reason? I don't know because this this book cannot follow its own rules at this point. No, it can't. And And you keep going back and forth that you actually – you just don't know. You you can't keep track of who knows who, why, when, and that's what we really need. Now, it says that we're going to get that. That's fine. But you kind of want that now. This is the sort of thing that when you keep having these problems, like you said, you have impulse go to sideways. He knows all about him. No, doesn't even bat an eye. Then you go and, but there's a problem with Aqualad. Then you go back to Arrowette. She knows, but we well, don't know why. I don't know, know why Kid Flash. I, I don't know. I don't know. And it just ends up getting me upset. And yeah, you're just back and forth and whatever. But you do have some cool characters. I like the characters that are being added here. It's just we don't have enough information about how we started and things like that. Plus, you continue. And I was waiting where you end up having the same things that we always get. I'm waiting for Naomi to say she just started. She does it again. Yeah. She ends up saying, I've only been doing this a week. Well, I, I've had enough of that. This is a character that Brian Michael Bendis said was going to blow the lid off of the DCU, was going to change everybody's idea of the multiverse, all this. And she's been in so many books, so many things. And all she can do in this is say, I just started. Uh, there's too many characters. You get none of Ginny Hex here. You, you get none What's of Amethyst Dial H, Amethyst. She has one line. And Everybody gets thing, one we line. We haven't been reading Dial H, but it seems weird that for some reason when they dial the, the hero dial to become heroes to like fight the Dr. Uh, Glory and Star Lab stuff like that, that they become heroes they've already been previously. Yeah. Maybe this is a thing where in the dialation which you and I are not reading at this point, where they I do know, uh, like, I think know, that that's this. what they ended up doing because they had no idea what dial H is. So they ended up just going with it and that's what they're going to go with. Also, I think that the Wonder Twins powers are wonky. You can't, it's not that specific that you're like, I want to be a waterfall in this state to do this and do that. It's just basically a water element and also an animal. I will tell and, you though, besides, it's not even an animal. It's like, hey, can uh, I'm going to turn into this alien thing and, and yeah. you turn into to like the thing is where we have Jaina turn into water to uh, like for Aqualad to go and use that as like you know a telekin- Yeah, uh, but that's can- the thing; he doesn't right away. 
It's that's what he does later. You end up having Jaina form a hurricane of hard water to power up my friend here. This is just him saying, I want to be a hurricane of water. That's a little too much. Also, you have an idea where you end up where we are in Nevada. Are we are we in Nevada or New Mexico? Because we had both of those mentioned before. Finally, we get back to where we're supposed to go. And then you end up having Aqualad. Man, I don't like the desert. Like the one you grew up in your whole damn he life. Didn't like it that I, either. Still though, he ends up making it seem like he cannot survive there. And this, he grew up in Arizona. This was spelled out in this continuity, and there he is. I just, I don't think he knows the characters when he ends up using them. He goes by well, just a surface level more deal, and more so he doesn't have to write all the characters that yeah. he puts in there that he doesn't know how to write. But again, you end up with a fight with all of these monsters. That monsters are falling out of the sky. This should be fun times ten, and it ends up being too much. Too much characters. Too much things going on. Like I said, I can't even breathe to see what's going on you end up having too many people so the panels get real small get slay and by the end i didn't have fun with that while you have bart go off and try to figure out you know where superboy is where, well, where the they are what's he just runs in the star labs is able to see on some screen some different things about superboy and for some reason that means that sideways can just open up a rift yeah. to his guitarist where they can Which, go in and grab that doesn't really make sense but, but bart went in there and figured out where he was how does you know sideways know to open a rift to his guitarist yeah, yeah. So, so you have that, and 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 that point, and Skitaris, you end up having Superboy. He, he is, you know, pretty much almost dead. You have that, that whole kryptonite deal sword. With, you know, where's the kryptonite sword from? How did you get it? We end up seeing Doctor Glory. Doctor Glory all sent along. this guy in there to kill Connor Kent. I'm like, this is all just kind of weird and forced. And the idea it that Doctor Glory is being assaulted right now by all these young heroes, but her big concern is making sure that she can have multiversal. T- telecommunication to talk to Superboy to make sure that he dies here. I'm like, you got a lot of stuff going on. Maybe you should not worry about this and just open up another doorway like you did in the Superman comic to get away last time. Yeah, and and a lot of the things is that she's upset because you're not even really a Superman. You're a combo. You're what you, you know, you're also a Luther. You're kind of, but now you're going to die. That's what I set up, though. It seems like a very convoluted plan to get him through the multiverse, then into Skitaris, to then have him being attacked with all this. You have Warlord all this time. He's just taking a He's back. doing See, nothing. He just he wants to know how the shield went. He was a big fan of the shield. A lot of people uh, were. And that's all he needed. That's all he wanted. He's like, oh, I, guess, Chiklis, I guess I'm on a, all alone. I guess it's just me and your friends. I told you your friends yeah, were the family. He was hardcore, huh? Yeah, really. So then they go scoop him up and go off there. Uh, in the meantime, poor Warlord, he is never going to find out that the shield has been canceled for years. It's fine. He, luckily, I'm it's sure he that knows. he didn't find out. Uh, but yeah, you end up then with Connor back. But then you, the big thing is now, Doctor Glory. Wait a second, I'm going to tell you how you guys did all this, and you know each other, and I'm not going to believe anybody. I can until tell I you why it. you don't all remember each other. I can tell you what really happened to Young Justice. I'm like, yeah, and so there we go. A this flashpoint? is what we've been waiting for. Right, 
We've been waiting for the idea. We had at points where it seemed that people were like, oh, the timelines, I'm feeling weird and I'm doing this. We had a lot of different things, but never explain. You had times where you ended up having Spoiler and Tim Drake go to the Hall of Justice and were explained that it could be Doc Sampson. You had all this nonsense. Well, even you had this whole so thing much we time. talked about earlier where like, we have the crisis back in the Flash continuity, which what Barry was talking about and Paradox. We talked about that earlier. And even when we talked about at the end of the Flash 750 where we had Mobius Chair Wally West talking about the yeah. idea that we have the new 52 continuity and the original continuity kind of overtop each other. They both yeah. have happened, but they're like some people don't remember these things. It's one of those things where we had the t- we even were even shown the original formation of the Teen Titans and the new Fifty Two yeah, Teen Titans, where we had Tim Drake, we had you know Superboy, we had Ca- uh, Cassie here as Wonder Girl, and all these different things, the new Fifty Two style. Where is that Connor Kent Superboy? You know, yeah. like if these things ha- are going on at the same time, we should still have yes. There's this pre Flashpoint Connor, which we want to get together and find out what happened to Young Justice, but we also need to t- deal with the monkey and the elephant and in the it, room because I'm- these things have happened as well. We are now going to – and say we do learn everything. Say we learn everything we want to know. And and it ends up being good, bad, and different. But it's going to be issue 15. 15 issues that it will take to get to find out how our members of our team know each other. Hey, that, don't that's worry, way Jim. Too long. In the interim, you did find out that Tim Drake decided to call himself Drake and that's yeah, it. Yeah, and spoiler doesn't like it. She doesn't like his costume. She speaks for uh, me. Yeah, she speaks for everybody. I think that's Brian Michael Bendis is going to then twist it around as if I never wanted him to be Drake it's in this so costume. It's so weird, though, with what know? we have here. Like, let's just get rid of the Wonder Comics characters that were in, introduced for this whole thing, you know, brought into this Young Justice book, like the Wonder Twins and the Dial H's yeah. and Naomi's. But, like, I would get rid of Ginny Hex and Teen Lantern. And would I would you? actually, I would actually I bring wouldn't. an Aqualad sideways spoiler and Arrowhead. I at least want to know what the hell's in that trunk. I need something junk. more. Yeah, I'm really the junk in the trunk. I, I I like her, and I like you know Kelly, the Teen Lantern. I, the only reason she, but they won't, and because you haven't even gotten anything of them. I mean, Amethyst should be out. Yeah, she definitely. has her own book now. Out. She should have actually yeah, in this has issue. Her own book. She should have said, now we're in between seasons. You oh. end up where Amethyst, she should have said, hey, I got to go smell you later. It's my birthday. She goes off, you know, have her. But we're adding way too many characters and we don't even know how they know each other. And we don't know a lot about a lot of the characters on here. You add the Wonder Comics characters in. You can't assume that everybody knows Dial H. That book sold 6,000. And that didn't even sell. It shipped 6,000. Nobody knows, but he doesn't want to catch us up. He's just going to go forward with it. There's too many things going on. And at issue 15, I really think that what he has done is, you know, hey, I'm going to show. At one point, we were told that we we're going to learn everything. There's 36 questions, and they're all going to be answered by issue six. That didn't happen. Then it was, hey, everybody, issue two. That didn't happen. Now it's issue fit. I really think that he is sitting there. Hey, uh, DC. You fix this timeline crap because I don't know how to explain this. I'm going to use this timeline stuff. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Well, I'm not going to. I'm going to wait. It seems like he's waiting for something to happen in the regular DCU that will explain all this so he can just shove it. Oh, it was timeline stuff. They're all together now. There you go. But you said he's already painted himself in no corner with Connor because we've seen what we had in other books. We didn't see no Connor. And so with all this stuff, he is all over the place. And I want to have fun. 
but I just keep not being able to have fun because there's too many characters. I They end up just talking to each other for most of the issue, and it's not fun anymore. It's not fun. At one point, it seemed like it was going to be the first three issues. I was trying to have fun. I was having a little. Yeah, we ended up in Gem World. Then we went in the Multiverse, Earth 3, all that. But this isn't fun. You know, Skitaris, nobody likes that. And just the I'm sure idea there are some people. He keeps bringing up the idea that we don't know the information he should have given a year he was ago. He's laughing at us with he it. He keeps saying it. It's like we're being punked. But th- that's I don't the thing understand. is, he keeps talking about it, and then other times people remember stuff, and we don't understand why, and we don't know what the rules are. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm depressed now. Thank oh, God yeah. The end. You? What'd you give this? 5.1 out of 10, because I put that one on there because I do love John Tim's art, and also... <laughs> That's breaking news. And Eric. also, you like the un- and also, the Aqualad spoiler sideways and Arrowhead I thought was a cool addition to this whole thing. Even though you don't have a lot for them to do, the whole getting them together, I actually did get a little bit excited because of that, and because I like the characters and would like to see them go further. I just there's too many characters that you can't expect them to get anywhere with these characters. They're going to end up just skedaddling Probably. after a couple issues. Well, then or why something. would they say that they're the real Young Justice for that cliffhanger? Who knows? I don't know. And even that yet, the the cliffhanger, real young justice. Then we spent five pages to see how they were recruited. And so I, I just, the, the pacing of this book is awful. David F. Walker is here. Please, you know, get a story going. If you sit here and say 14 issues, what's the main story? Well, they, they were in gym world. And then they were in the multiverse because, you know, the gym world people got mad at Amethyst and they pressed the button. They went off to the multiverse. So then they thought that then they get back to Earth, but they're not going to deal with anybody because everybody's not answering the phone. Now they're going to go and find out where Car- Connor is because now he's in Skatars. It's just why? What is this book? And it's just not and it's not selling either. It would be different if we're dry. It's driving us nuts, but it's selling. It's not. And so they they have to do something. Something has to be had. And by now, I don't think revealing, you know, why they know each other is the big moment that's going to sell the book. We're past that. That ship sailed. It you might actually to. keep readers on, though. It may, but that's depending on if it makes sense. Do you think that it'll make total sense? Or do you think it'll be some it's forced thing make that makes sense. no sense? Because they have known, sometimes they haven't. It's not going to jive. It's just going to anger you. You know that. And so when it does happen, it's just going to be that. You need to lighten the load here. We need a book with five characters at the most so that you can show the characters, show their interaction with each other. A team book like this, you need an interaction, not just big fan I remember you. I don't remember you. Hey, love that costume. Hate that costume. I am only here a week. That's all we're getting. Everybody has their one snippet that they keep repeating. It's not fun. And it's a shame because I do like John Tim's art. And it does seem to fit this book really well to have some fun. Let them have some big panels. You can't get big wow panels because there's too many things and too many people talking. So it's all these slivers, little things, just nonsense. FU5. That's what I give it, Eric. FU5. FU5. You like that? That was a sexy Ah, voice. Thanks, Diamond Dave. He didn't like it either. Here's what we're going to do now, Eric. What's your book of the week? My book of the week is Hawkman number 22. My book of the week, I believe, I don't even know. What did we talk about in that Patreon okay. spotlight? Do we like Cat any Woman. of those? Oh, no. Mine's uh, Batman, Batman and the, the Outsiders. Outsiders. Yeah, that was my book of the week, Batman and the Outsiders. See, I not told Catwoman? you you would remind me. No, not Catwoman. 
I, I just, I, I don't know. Well, what's going on? I, I just want you to don't? go to sleep. Oh, long, good. long sleep. I'm, I'm telling you, like forever is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Put me in a chamber or something. Wake me up. I want to be one of those. I want to be put in the cryogenic chamber with the beep, boop, beep. And that was code for wake me up when DC has at least three books that I'm interested in. And then How are they going to know which one you're interested in? What time? They would know. Uh, would they? You in the brain waves. And then I'm like, beep, boop, crash. Oh, my. Tell me. What year is it now? And they're like, it is the year 3028. I'm like, holy crap, it took them a long time to get things going. But they did it. Here I am. What are the books that you're thinking in my brainwaves that the three that I like? Well, we have Metal Man, Hawkman, and Firestorm. I'm like, what the hell is going on this? I'm not Eric Shea. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, back in the chamber. (laughs) Beep, boop, beep. I'll never come out. I'm done. I'm there. And like, who said that's Walt Disney? Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot, jerks. Why don't you get this right? I ain't no Eric Shea. Oh, no. What we is this? forgot to wake him up when we ended up having that whole new release of the Headmasters back in 2083. That's what happened. They thought you were me. They didn't wake you up. I don't need no Headmasters there. Oh, no. But they, Eric they didn't Shea. wake you up either? No, they they didn't go. I don't understand this continuity either. They were busy is what happened. Oh, no. Who were they? I don't know how the robots. How the robots? robots. We I just thought these were people with tracheotomies and voice boxes. You should see me moving my arms as I'm doing the robot. You are not together. You don't know each other. You're from different timelines. What? I'm from a different time. How are you talking? We put you back in the cryogenic chamber. I don't know. I don't know how this future tech works, people. Uh, I'm going to go to I the bathroom. Not, so you just tell I'm me when you're done with inventor. this. I am somebody who gets upset at things. That's it. Just please, just lock me up in this chamber again and then wake me up before you go-go, you jerks, is what I say. And we need some oil to drink. That's what they say. That's the last thing I hear when it's going. Eric, we're going to talk about what we're going to have next week on the podcast. And I think that there will be some books that we dislike. I I hope that we have some things that we like. Two of these will be a Patreon-only spotlight that will be picked by the bad asses. I said asses of the Get Fresh crew. Beep, Beep, boop. And here they are. Oh, you're back. How was your trip? Did you see the future Aquaman number 58? Take that, buddy. All right. I'll read it. I'm telling you. I looked at it a little. It looks like the Aqua Baby has uh, grown very quickly. In oh, my no. Mind. They John number them. 91 we have, which will be more of the designer. Did you read some of the upcoming solicits, Eric, that just came out where there seems to be another character that Tynan's going to introduce with a crazy name? I think I, I did. I can't remember what it is anymore. I just shook my head and then yelled about it on the Solicits podcast. I'm like, really? You're going to do that? Deceased Unkillables, number two. A book that a lot of people like more than me. Tom King didn't invent any real new characters. Now Tynan's doing it. You're going to complain about that. Because they're more of names, not characters. I need characters. I don't need the nonsense. The book's not going to come out till June. You have no idea what's going on with it. Yeah, we'll see. It seemed like a name that was almost like Clockmaster, like something like that. Oh, it's something a clock weird. Kid. Something weird. It was weird, though. It was weird, like a, a variation. The Ventriloquist. Oh, my. Yeah, no. No, the Ventriloquist the guy. The Scare Boy. 
Justice League number 43, that will end the Eradicator story. We hardly knew ye. hardly knew ye. Nightwing number 70. See, we're on the right page there. Nightwing number 70, we're going to have Rick Dick. I saw that there was a preview that's like, Rick Dick's going crazy. <laughs> Sound like Batwang? He's done gone crazy, that guy. Robin, 80th anniversary, 100-page super spectacular. Tell forward to that. Uh, yeah, I, I do too. And uh, there is a story in there by Chuck Dixon, your man. That's the so thing. Is, I, cool. I don't imagine it's going to be a great mind-blowing kind of thing, but I can get behind an appreciation of an anniversary for Robin, who's one of my favorite yeah. characters. You have a lot of uh, different people on it, and uh, Tom King and Tim Seeley are back doing a Grayson story, <laughs> and it's a weird one, yeah, but it's a Grayson that. story. And I'll get, I'll tell Not you right now, watch. I'll, I'll, I'll non-spoiler this: he doesn't sing his song, which really shocks. Still me. kidding? I get a Nightwing in this it. book. Yeah, really. So yeah, yeah, really. You have Grayson, but yeah, you have all <laughs> it's the a different. Robin book. I don't want to. You do have that. all the different Robins and things like that. So that's cool. It we should love only Robin. be. I mean, look, you Dick Grayson. You're going to do a Grayson story, whatever you're going to do. But they should really all focus on the characters being Robin in my mind. Is that what you think? Huh? I agree. So, uh, you also have Teen Titans number forty. We'll see how the old thunder hits there, Thunder Road. And then really? you end up having Year of the Villain, Hellarism number four, which ends that series, uh, hopefully with an ending uh, that doesn't just at the end say, uh, stay tuned Stop for it. death metal, Stop right? It. We don't want that, Stop Eric. It. I don't need that. And I know that that's, you know, the thing. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Take that, Eric. I have no we idea end what you're up doing with anymore. That. So, yes, if you want to listen to all of those, and I know what I think will be on the Patreon spotlight. Did, did it'll you have know something it was going to be with, on this week's Patreon spotlight? Well, no, we were completely surprised because Niels, he ended up, you know, he ended up, uh, you know, going with the jury. I don't know what I'm saying. He's rigging the jury. Oh, he's going uh, with that now jury. I will tell, to get I will eat, tell, maybe, huh? I will tell right now. Sequestered. Uh, I'll tell the, the, uh, the badasses that it will be one of those two. If you do pick the Robins, if you pick, <laughs> I, I, the jury says Kitty. You end up with Robin 80th anniversary that if that's picked. That's a one and pages, done on the spot. That'll be a one and done. If not. Well, it'll be Year of the Villain, uh, Hell Arisen, and Unkillables. But we'll see how it goes. And, yeah, that's how we roll. Uh, but, yeah, it's, join up that Patreon. All this fun. All this fun. And doing You're not videos selling it to and me. Stuff. I'm not selling it to myself. I- I'm telling you, we want to. And, and a lot of people are bailing. They're like, I don't like DC anymore. Well, I know that. So we're trying. We're desperately trying to at least have I some fun with DC. it. I love DC. I love DC. I'm not liking exactly what they're doing right now with their books or characters, but overall, I still do love it. And that's what frustrates thank, me. That's what thank gets me goodness upset. for that DC Universe app, huh? Yeah. A lot of people, I, Joey Costco, he's been reading all sorts of things. He's Alex Sim, apparently, too. Stuff. Some Anderson Catwoman for some reason. This is what happens. And, and they are. <laughs> I don't like the crap know, we're getting now. I'm going to go back and read some old crap. <laughs> they didn't want DC, <laughs> never, they were so against that app. But it is good to have something it's to go amazing. back and, and read your heroes and things when it was good. But a lot of the things that we do on the Patreon actually are older books Let's and older check out some old like Green Larrow. Yeah, so Green Larrow, I've it done sounded it. like I, you were going to say. It was. I actually have two Imagine X figures right here. I have Green Lantern yeah. and Green Arrow sitting next to each other here. I'm like, Don't Green say that, Larrow. Don't say that that loud next to Grant Morrison. Who have that character in the next issue of his book? Uh, my I mind got confused. That. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we end up on the Patreon. We have a Silver Age podcast. We end up having uh, back issues where we talk about all these other things. So we do end up I got going some back serious and talking back about issues from stuff. lifting Jim up all the time here, yeah, carrying really. him everywhere. Need some, you need some Don's pills. I'm carrying your ass all over the place. There we go. But that's it. That's the end of the podcast, Eric. I hope that people at least enjoyed it. Didn't don't hate us at all that. But Eric, just what you. do we say at the end? Everybody yeah, have a great me. week. Keep it weird, and we'll see you in seven. See you in seven.